This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Great. Thank you, everybody. Good morning and welcome to our show. The pre-kend is fully underway. (laughs) It'll be the weekend before you know it. And uh, a lot coming up on the show today. Did we uh, confirm that uh, Mario Superstar Salazar is coming by today? No, I don't think Mario will be making oh, it in today. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's good to find that out. Oh, delete that on the board. Yeah. <laughs> is he still going to be at the uh, comic? He is. Is this uh, more of a Nico didn't call and arrange it issue? Or is it uh, It's too early for the comic? Uh, it's, uh, it's a combination of the two. No, no, it's just too early for him. So... It's too early for it. Yeah. Really? Yep. Hmm. I'll have to double check that story. And too early Nico for may me. have crossed wires with the person who's supposed to. By cross wires, did you mean didn't didn't remember to call Puga to ask him to pick up? Well, I wouldn't Mario. use the words don't remember. That slipped your mind? <laughs> I wouldn't use those words either. <laughs> did you did you call anybody and say, "Hey, can we arrange for Mario Superstar Salazar to come in and be on the show tomorrow?" I was waiting for somebody to contact me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we've sussed out uh, what's going on here, with Joanna. Nico. Okay. Nico spaced out and forgot uh-huh. to invite okay. Mario it's Superstar okay. Salazar. It's your fault for spacing me out. Somebody should have reminded him. Yeah. Thanks, Buzz. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show. It is great to have you along. Your punishment will be that I don't let you promote your comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the one at Craft Rhythm and Brews tomorrow night at 9 p.m., 1301 <laughs> Texas Street? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> There'll be no promotion of that comedy show. Hey, why don't you tell Joanna your, buzz, your life hack, Buzz's life hack? Oh, you have a life hack? Uh, I mean, it was just in the planning stages. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe we could make it like a weekly feature. All right. Uh, ladies, mm-hmm. don't spend money on a dating site if it charges you to do background searches on your matches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Prison sites already do that for free. So get on a prison dating site instead. <laughs> and that way you'll know all of his offenses right, right. up front. Life hack. Life hack. <laughs> all right, we've got a lot uh, that we're going to talk about. Today's National Bee Day. So in honor of National Bee Day, we'll be bringing back a... A favorite feature from the morning show. Buzz, buzz, y'all. Buzz, buzz. Happy B-Day. Today's National Pizza Party Day as well. Mm -hmm. Great day for a uh, pizza party. And uh, we've got entertainment news coming up later. Joanna, what's happening uh, in the world of entertainment that we're going to highlight? Variety is reporting that after months of speculation, Disney Plus is apparently moving forward with plans for a new TV series. Based off Daredevil. Ooh. So Daredevil is going to Disney Plus, y'all. Awesome. With a new cast, or are they no going to bring back Charlie Cox? Yet no on whether yet. Charlie Cox will reprise his role, but I mean, he was in Spider Man. You have to bring that dude back, right? 
He was I don't know. Very, I was reading the it, really what you reported is about all the information that they have. And mm-hmm. It says that they're doing a new series. Wouldn't that just be a new season if if that was the case? If they were bringing back? Not really, because it's a different platform. So I'm not even sure that the storylines from the last one will still carry over. Oh, Disney Plus, because it used it, the the original was on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. I bet. Aha. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, has that happened yet? Have they taken something that was a series on Netflix and and tried to like bring it back, bring it over to mm-hmm. bring it over to Disney Plus? No, that hasn't Not happened. Yet. Besides, with these series, supposedly Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and I think that was it. We're going to be moved Luke over. Luke Cage, no more I Punisher. I don't think. Th- oh, and Punisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the three. They're dropping Luke Cage and they're dropping uh, Iron Fist. Okay, um, so we'll have that coming up. Entertainment news on the way. We'll have news headlines coming up later. Nico, what do we, what do we have uh, kind of topping our headlines today? Elon Musk is in hot water after a uh, airline stewardess for his private jet uh, claims that he exposed himself to her on a plane and then propositioned her for sex. She is saying the company paid her two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go away, but she's coming back now to tell her story. I, the version of the story I said is that. Elon Musk settled this for two hundred and fifty thousand. Well, when I said they gave her two hundred fifty thousand to go away, that's the but, well, that's what but a settlement didn't go means. away. Well, I guess not if she's talking about it now. I mean, do you think that there there probably was an NDA attached to this, and she probably wasn't supposed to speak out about it? But uh, maybe she's chosen to, and in light of all of Elon's recent uh, weirdness. Oh, like maybe she she doesn't like some of the moves Elon Musk is making, so she's like it. This says Elon Musk paid a quarter million dollars to a flight attendant who accused him of sexual misconduct, and that's all I read. So, yeah, it was, anything more than that? It was a settlement. It was a settlement with Tesla, uh, with uh, SpaceX, I think. Okay. So the company SpaceX paid her two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go away. Okay. When when somebody as rich as Elon Musk, sometimes the richest man in the world, you know, right. kind of goes back and forth. But well, he just lost about fifteen billion dollars in one day this week. So. Okay, but still, probably the richest, you know, right up there in the right. one, two, or three spot. If you hear that he pays somebody who's accusing him of six, uh, sexual misconduct $250 million, do you read that 250000 excuse me, 250000 do you read that as, oh, he, he did it, or he's so rich, he probably just pays off anything, whether he did it or not? Wait, you think that... A rich person would just pay, pay out because people who stuck by Michael Jackson like thirty years ago or almost yeah, he thirty. He did years those ago, things. He paid the family of the boy, but you had his supporters still saying, "Oh, it, money doesn't matter to him, and he just wanted it to go away." But we don't believe he did it. I, I have not heard that, that theory. You believe if if a very wealthy person pays a lot of money. And I think Michael Jackson paid like $20 million Okay, if there the- is an implicit guilt when you pay somebody off. You are not considered innocent when you're settling, right? You know, you know that, right? When you settle, it does not assume that you're innocent. Mm, I think I, what I'm saying is when you're hearing I this... I assume he's guilty. You assume he's guilty because he Absolutely. paid a quarter million dollars. Some people might say it would be like you giving a dollar to a panhandler just to leave you alone. It would not. Because it is an assumption of guilt. There is no rich person that would ever want that on their record because it is not the same as giving a panhandler a dollar. Unless the panhandler is accusing you of raping them or showing him your penis. All right. 
Well, you shouldn't be looking in my car when I'm stopped at a stoplight. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Elon oh Musk paid two hundred fifty thousand. Right? Yeah, well, it took a like. Hmm. Did he just say what it? Yeah. yeah. I'm busy trying to get my entertainment news, and <laughs> I just like flipped on through. Nico, would you consider for six thousand dollars eating dog food and nothing but dog food for five days? <laughs> so a work week. That's no. over a thousand dollars a day. No. What if I? told you there was a tangible offer on the table. Who's offering? The dog food company. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) There's a dog food company and they're looking for somebody to eat their vegan dog food. Vegan dog food? Right. It sounds like a good way to malnourish your dog. I don't even get meat out of this (laughs) if I eat the dog food? No, you're going to be eating dog food, but it's vegan dog food. Uh... They want to pay somebody $6,000 to eat nothing but their brand of vegan dog food for a week. Or for five days, so not even a week. Uh, It's Omni. Uh, $6,200 is the total. Because that's uh, it's in England, so they're 5,000 pounds. It's a nice round figure for them to only eat dog food. Uh, The whole point they want is to show that it's good enough for humans to eat. Uh, so it probably won't kill oh my you. God. Okay, so in addition to eating dog food, there are a few more job requirements they want you to post uh, throughout the week on social media. They Look at my dog food! How delicious it is, guys! Mm, it's mm. so yummy. Yeah, I, I had to a vegan dog food company. You know, dogs aren't aren't vegan in the wild, right? Uh, they are not, but they are not obligate carnivores like cats are. So like cats only can eat meat. Yes. Um, the What I'm reading right now from a veterinary website is that although it's not recommended for dogs, it is theoretically possible to feed them a vegetarian diet. So okay. I guess they could technically, but it probably would... St- Haven't we had this conversation before? No, only about cats. We had this exact same conversation about, about cats. Vegan cats? Yeah, because there was a vegan cat food company. And oh, they were right, like, right, right. Uh, that's the worst idea because cats can't be vegan at all. They have to have meat in their diet. Okay. But dogs are omnivores, so. Right. Okay, so $6,000 to eat their uh, their vegan dog food. Hey, bring me up a picture of the dog food. Yeah, let's look up this dog yeah. food. Now there's a sign-up page. You want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Does it, and I asked Buzz, I'm all, can I add it to things? Like, can uh, I spread it on a cracker? It actually, That's a great question, Joanna. It, can I put it into, like, a sloppy joe? Right. You know, this is the sign-up page, so it looks mostly like legal boilerplate. <laughs> They're not showing the pictures, but... I'll go to the, the main page. Uh, okay. Go to their shop. It looks like kibble. Adult uh, food. I'm not sure I could eat kibble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just looks like kibble. Oh, I thought it was going to be like the what kind. Wait, is that kibble or is that bits? Which is the kibble and which is bits. The bits? No, that's just one of them. Okay, so. Look at that. There's the protein. It's wholesome. Oh, look, there's the delicious. I don't know. <laughs> you noticed the delicious right yeah. there. It's eco-friendly. Oh, that seems rougher. Get it, rough. Oh, <laughs> they're job. barking up the wrong tree if they want me to do this. <laughs> Woof. 
All right. Well, it's I in the UK. They're like probably it's a UK company. They distribute in the UK, so they're probably looking for somebody in the UK to do it. I just thought it would be interesting to find out. Would I be willing to do yeah. it? Have you ever eaten dog food? Nope. Have you? Yeah. Why? What? Truth or dare? Like when you're kids. What, I think what kind of dog food was it? Kibble? I, kibble, or? kibble or bit? One or the other. <laughs> oh, buzzy dog food. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Well when we would play Truth or Dare, we were kind of limited to whatever we had, you know, <laughs> on hand. So if you pick Dare, there's a pretty good chance it was gonna be eating something that we thought was gross. Uh all right, so all this coming up and a whole lot more. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're gonna have the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events coming up here in just a few moments. Q Connected is headed your way on Sunday. That's our new music show. And also a local spotlight as part of Q Connected Sundays 5 to 7. We're going to hear new music from Motionless and White and find out more about who that band is and what they're all about. Lilith Czar and Turnstile. Yeah, that's some hot new music for you there. New music discoveries uh, throughout the night and in the local spotlight this week, Daniel Paulus really taps into the local music scene. Jules O is going to be featured. Go Axe Alice, At At, and the Deep Shadows are all Borderland bands that are going to be featured on uh, Q Connected this Sunday, 5 to 7. Q Connected Sundays and streaming on the KLAQ mobile app brought to you by The Rock House at 9828 Montana. Visit The Rock House on social media for more information. You want to play a little uh, Who's Worth More Money? I get these about once a week. It's different celebrities, and the way they match them up is always pretty interesting. They always kind of have some kind of tie-in. Yeah. Um, So here's a few new ones that came across. Jason Momoa or Amber Heard? The connection there being they both starred in Aquaman. Oh, okay. Who's got more money, Jason Momoa or Amber Heard? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, for sure. Jason Momoa is correct. All right. Jason Momoa's total uh, worth, financial worth, right. $14 million. Amber Heard, $8 million. Wow. How's Johnny Depp going to get $50 million out of her if she's only got $8 million? She's going to have to pawn her trident. Pawn, <laughs> pawn her trident. Will Smith or Johnny Depp? I don't know what the connection is there, but it, it would be kind of interesting to hear what you think. Oh, you know what the connection is? Mm. Recent scandals. Yep. They both want to hide their face. Will Smith, Johnny Depp, who's got more money? That's a good question. Uh, um, Will Smith? Yeah, based on business investments. Although, I don't Johnny know Depp it. supposedly had like uh, over $100 million, uh in relation to this case. So, I'll say Johnny Depp. You're going to go Johnny Depp? Yeah. Will Smith is the correct ah, answer. Sweet. Will Smith at $350 million. Yeah, makes sense. Johnny Depp, $100 million. I think Will Smith produces a lot more. Like He, mm, he gets a lot yeah. of producer credits, like the reboot of Fresh Prince. and uh, Johnny Depp is worth $100 million. You're right about that. But Will Smith, uh, more than three times worth it. Rachel Maddow or Sean Hannity? Oh. Uh, Sean Handy, for sure. He's probably way more 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Hannity has a personal net worth of $300 million. Oh, God. Rachel Maddow, $35 million. Yeah, nothing to sneeze at. Michael Che or Colin Jost? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, I'll give you a hint, it doesn't sound like they're combining the marital assets because Colin Jost is married to Scarlett Johansson. It sounds like this is like his own money. So who do you think comes out on top of that? I'm still going to go with Colin Jost. I'll go with Michael Che, I think, from his comedy and maybe some businesses. Colin Jost is uh, personal uh, worth of $10 million. Michael Che, $5 million. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. You're right. Joanna, you're good at this game. Thanks. Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, or Megan Fox? Who has uh, more personal wealth? Uh, Megan Fox? Maybe Machine Gun Kelly. Joanna is the clear winner today. Machine wow. Gun Kelly has personal wealth of twenty-five million dollars. Megan Fox, eight million dollars. Has would I be out of line and say Megan Fox's career? Has kind of been on a downswing. Yeah, oh, yeah, you'd sure. be very inc- like incorrect. I would be incorrect. You'd be very incorrect. D- Joanna says that I am correct. Oh, you would say that he's correct, Joanna. Yeah. As far as movie roles, after yeah, she, she got fired, really been in she movies. got she got. I don't know if she got fired or not, but she was out of Transformers and Jennifer's Body. Wait, what you think she- that those that all your references are from 2010? Yeah, I think like her career has been in decline right. for like 10 years. And she kind of had like a deal with Fredericks of Hollywood, but you don't really hear about that anymore. Where do you see a Fredericks of Hollywood in Hollywood? There um, might there I might only be a fr- her on Instagram, and she had that. Okay. Are you looking? She didn't at, really become relevant until she started dating right? Machine Gun Kelly. She, again. I, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to call her a has been, but she was, you know, close to. Right. She was busy doing other. What things. What are her movie credits since 2010? I don't know. Let's oh, I see. thought that. I thought that was probably what maybe Nico not movies, was but at. I know that she was in New Girl. She was in New Girl for two years, two seasons. A while there. Where the hell is her INDB? Anyway, uh, she has a lot. Uh, she's, I don't know. She was in The Dictator. This is 40. She was April O'Neil in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, that's right. movies. Yeah, forgot about um, that. Well, it looks like she has had a career since 2010. Well, I'm she's not been saying she was in Midnight in, the, Midnight in the Switchgrass. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, she did come out in, I think, a Netflix movie not too long ago. All right, well... Listen, these are solid numbers I've got here, but I uh, don't know how they got to these She'll be numbers. in the expend- the next Expendables. You know what Expendables are? All the most famous Those actors of our generation. That are way past their prime. <laughs> uh, anyway, Machine Gun Kelly, $25 million to Megan Fox is $8 million. Let's take a look at the Mo Show calendar at Daily Almanac of Events and find out what's happening. Today is NASCAR Day for all you lovers of NASCAR. The third Friday of May is always NASCAR Day. Today's National Pizza Party Day and National Bike to Work Day. You know what? I I have some bike to work. I'm going to have some helpful <laughs> tips. Uh, since I bike, like road etiquette has become a lot more of a concern to me because I'm on a bike and I could totally get squished by drivers. So. 
<laughs> World Bee Day as well. As in the uh, the flying, I guess it's an insect. Oh, buzz. Yeah. <laughs> buzz, buzz, y'all. Birthdays today include Cher. The legendary performer is 76. Well, parts of her are 76. <laughs> Other parts of her are 10, 15, 20 years old, maybe. Fairly young. Go-Go's guitarist Jane White Weedlin is 64 today. And Bronson Pinchot is 63. Played uh, Balky on Perfect Strangers. Uh, birthday also for Timothy Oliphant. If you don't know who he is, you're missing out. Timothy oh, Oliphant's I great. I love him. Deadwood. He played Seth Bullock on Deadwood. Justified. Jo- Justified. Oh, yeah. Justified. He was also Mandalorian. In- Mandalorian. Season two. He was uh, Mandalorian. Well, what's... what's uh, Santa Clarita Diet? No, no, no. Joanna, oh, I love that show. what's the movie with Alicia Cuthbert where she was a porn star? Oh, The Girl Next Door. The Girl Next Door. He was the, the pimp. Timmy Timmy Oliphant is great. Love Timmy? Him. Yeah. Timmy Oliphant? Is, yeah. You guys He's the one close that friends? in the office when they introduce him oh, to yeah. the office, they're like, hi. And then Kelly, F me. <laughs> <laughs> Today, in addition to being NASCAR day, a NASCAR legend is having a birthday. NASCAR superstar Tony Stewart turns 51 today. Rapper Busta Rhymes is 50. All right, still beating on people. <laughs> well, only if they try and attack Dave Chappelle, apparently. Right. So That's Busta right. Rhymes and Jamie Foxx were on stage. I guess the security, if they had any, was nowhere to be seen, but there sure were a bunch of people on stage when Dave Chappelle got attacked, and Busta Rhymes was one of them. Actor Jack Gleason turns 30. Do you guys know who that is? Uh, he played a very famous hated character. And in fact, Jack Gleason. And he Jack played him Gleason. when he was a kid. Is he Irish? He's Irish or British or. Yeah, one of those. Was know, he British. in Gangs of New York? No, Game Game of Thrones, he was Joffrey. Oh. You know, the kid that, oh, the the kid kid everybody, that hated. everybody hated. Uh-huh. In fact, when he went to university, he, he had said that he was kind of tired of just all the hate that his character got. Did you say when he went to university yeah, instead of going they, to college? That's what they say in the UK. That's how they he say it He went to university. Yeah, when he went off to uni. Who's this guy I think he is? Huh? <laughs> they also say in hospital. <laughs> and they say the lift, yeah. the loo, and the they tube. Call it the schedule. The schedule? <laughs> I've got to study my maths. <laughs> my maths? <laughs> Have you ever heard that one? No. They, say yeah. they don't say math. They say maths. Uh, Jack uh, Gleason from Game of Thrones, uh, King Joffrey, is 30 today. 95 years ago on this date, Charles Lindbergh took off from New York in a plane called the Spirit of St. Louis. That's right. And became the first person to fly nonstop across the Atlantic. He landed safely the next day at Le Bourget Airfield in Paris, France. And was awarded a $25,000 prize. Do you know how much $25,000 was? $25 All the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it was literally. Uh, 29 years ago, more than 80 million people watched the final episode of Cheers. Makes it the second highest rated series finale ever. Just behind MASH and just ahead of Seinfeld. So the final episode of Cheers was a big deal. 
I remember we had a party. You did? Yeah, at a bar. And they didn't, the volume wasn't good on the TV. So everybody who had gathered for our Cheers farewell party didn't even watch it. Couldn't hear what was going oh, on. No. on the TV. <laughs> Norm! <laughs> there was no like Netflix or anything where you could just watch it later. Oh, right. people. Hulu. Yes. And it was that day forward that I was always like, uh, you know what? If I'm going to agree to host some kind of party and it involves television, I want to go out and make sure that people can hear what's going on. <laughs> uh, World Bee Day is today. You don't hear about the bees as much as you used to. Remember the bees were disappearing yeah. and there was a whole term for it, colony collapse? I think it's still a thing. The bees the, were dying. Is that stuff. still a thing? Because people were I'm, really worried that we were all going to die because the bees were going to die. other things we're worried about right now. Yeah, right. The, the bees have taken a backseat. Yeah. Well, here's one of our most famous... Dialing for Dingbat's call okay. of all time. It's when we call the veterinarian. Oh, yes, we're dialing for Dingbat's National Bee Day. Good morning, Court Street Veterinary Hospital. Christy speaking. Can I help you? Hi, my pet is sick. Okay. Would you be able to come down this morning? If, if I can catch him, yes. Excuse me? My pet buzz. Okay, th- and this is a bird? Huh? This is a bird? What? This is a bird? No, no, it's a bee. This is a bee. Yes, my bee is sick. Your bee is sick. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we don't treat bees, sir. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks for nothing. <laughs> Parkway Veterinary Hospital, Judy speaking. Hi, my pet is sick. Is it a cat or a dog? My pet buzz. Is it a cat or a dog? What? Is it a cat or a dog? No, no, no. It's a bee. My bee is sick. I'm sorry, we don't treat bees. Thank you. Ay, qué lastima. <laughs> Cheshire Animal Hospital, Linda speaking. Can I help you? Hello, yes. Hi, my pet. My pet buzz is sick. Okay. And I, I think he has a temperature. Okay, we should probably see him. And what's the kitty's name? Excuse me? The cat's name. No, 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 no. It's not a gato. It's a bee. You mean like a bumblebee? Yes, yes. <laughs> like the Transformers. My bee is sick. But we don't see exotic animals. But how do I take its temperature? Okay, I'm going to have to go now. I might be sick. Bye-bye. <laughs> Airport Boulevard Animal Clinic may help you. I might be sick. Your bee? Yes. But we don't, we don't see bees. I don't know what we could do for your bee. Well, how do you take its temperature? Uh, up to rectum. Oh. <laughs> hey, take care of this rectum. Damn near killed him. Good morning, Animal Care Center. Tracy, may I help you? Hello, Shavala. My bee is sick. Your what is sick? My bee. It's sick. Okay, what it, what type of bee, sir? Bumble. Hi, well, it's my pet. Yes, sir, I understand that. I love my pet. I love my bee. It's my pet, Buzz. Don't say bad things about my pet, Shavala Tonta. I did not say anything bad about your bee. All right. I guess I'll try to get someone to look at him because he has not been behaving. Oh. Thank you. Hi, God bless you. <laughs> Veterinarian Hospital, this is Debbie. May I help you? Yes, um, my bee is sick. Okay, what's what's he doing? Hi, well, he's not eating, and I think he's got the hives. Has hives? <laughs> yes. Okay, and what is it now? Uh, it's my bee. Okay, I don't think we do bees. Hi, please help me. You have to help me. I don't know what to do. I've been calling everybody. Okay, hold on. Just... Ay, oh. my bee is sick. <laughs> Ay, por qué? Ay, my bee. Dr. Kalikia, can I help you? Ah, uh, yes. I was speaking to the young lady about my pet. What's wrong with him? I, well, he's not flying or doing anything. What kind of pet is it? It's a bee. A pardon me? It's my bee. 
My B is sick. I'll tell you what you can do with your B. You can put your B in. Thank you. Hi. Pues chingate, güey. Chavalo culo. Oh, yes, we're dying for today. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Well, strap yourselves in. Get ready for emotions to run high because I'm going to start talking about PGA golf and the PGA championship. Joanna literally uh-huh. made me sit in his living room to watch golf yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, and I could only find it on like ESPN2 uh-huh. and it was Joe Buck's first day on ESPN. Oh my Joe god. Joe Buck had been on Fox but him and Craigman went over and they're doing this basically just sitting and shooting the bleep. <laughs> Michael Collins who doesn't look like a golf analyst. He looks like ZZ Top. He's like the senior golf <laughs> analyst, but he, yeah. So it's him and Joe Buck sitting there. The golf's on in the background, and they're just talking to guests like Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Michael he doesn't play golf. J.J. Even... Watt. The football players. Well, I think they all play golf recreationally. Yeah, but this was a PGA championship. And the... Joanna, he got so upset, he had to change the <laughs> oh, channel. It was terrible. You had to change it the was, channel? I thought golf was more entertaining when they talked about other things uh-huh. than the golf. <laughs> and Buzz was like, no, no. And I couldn't find Focus the regular the broadcast golf. for whatever reason. I'm sitting there watching. It's like, I'll hit the mute <laughs> before I watch Joe Buck and Michael Collins and freaking J.J. Watt just shoot the breeze. <laughs> so I t- I finally I found it over on okay. ESP1 with Jim Nance, and it's like... Colin Morikawa has this left for his birdie. And that was what you wanted. That's yes. all he wanted. And I was the like, the other version was giving yeah. me high anxiety. <laughs> now it's boring again. <laughs> so, a couple notes. Uh, they've started back up round two uh, today, but only the early rounds. The clubhouse leader yesterday after 18 holes, Rory McElroy. Rory McCrory. Rory McElroy at five under, <laughs> followed by Will Zalatoris and. Uh, Hoagie at four under. That's not Hodge? No, it's Hoagie. I just don't remember what his first name is. Tom? Tebow. Uh, Tiger Woods had a round of four over yesterday. And El Pasoan, Rich Beam, is playing in this year's PGA Tournament as a former champion. And he's at four under. So Rich shot an identical score with Tiger yesterday. I could have sworn. I thought I saw John Daly's playing this year. John Daly won the PGA Championship like 30 years ago. I see a lot more American flags next to their names than any other. Uh, yeah, the Americans definitely dominate on the PGA Tour for sure. Uh, yeah, Rich Beam's already started his second round today. He's at plus four. Oh. Could you tell how how filled with anxiety I was watching Joe Buck <laughs> talk about? And Joe Buck seemed high or drunk, one of the two. Okay. Like Michael Phelps definitely seemed high, but as I was watching uh, Joe Buck just shoot the breeze with Michael Phelps, I thought, I think Joe Buck might be a little toasted too. I figure you would have to be doing be with golf. Or Did you look this up online? Did you look up Joe Buck's first stunt as a? <laughs> 
It's weird to see Joe Buck on ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> just reading some Twitter comments. Joe Buck on ESPN just doesn't look right. Sports Media World reacts to Joe Buck's appearance. Yeah. Oh, oh. we caught history yesterday. I didn't know that. Look at that. It's weird to see Joe Buck on ESPN. Uh, you guys ready for... <laughs> yes. You want to get some uh, neckline calls going? Sure. Yep. All right. Hey, good morning, morning show. Uh, just quick update and question, or actually more update. I remember back in elementary school, we were watching OJ's trial in class that was making history. So somewhat similar, but a little different. This one was domestic abuse. The other one was murder trial in the 90s. Catch you later. The OJ trial, just for those of you too young to remember, was such a major deal like it was what year wall was it? to wall probably started in like 94 wrapped up in 97 90, you know mid 90s in 94 i was like not even in school i think yet. my mom <laughs> took us out of school to see the verdict on tv yeah the johnny depp amber heard coverage doesn't even come close not not within a not within a light year of the frenzy over the oj trial i mean that was every day and every person who testified kind of became famous Kato in Kalen. their own right. Cato Kalen, who we had on yesterday. You know, we talked to Cato, and I made a joke because he was talking about hockey, about dropping the gloves. And I just realized, is it possible for anybody under the age of 35 to even get that, that joke? Did you get it at all? Uh, no. If the glove don't fit, you must uh, quit. I know the reference, but I didn't. I don't remember you making that joke. No. Oh, he did. He slipped it in there at the end, and I was like, "No, why did you do it?" <laughs> you made Nico cringe. Kato was cool about it, though. Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, I don't have to live at a guest house anymore." <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. But you he guys, cool. like, you knew who Johnny Cochran is. No, but you. Okay, I was just wondering. As I as I slipped that joke in, there, Robert thinking, Kardashian. Could anybody under really the age of forty even get that reference? If they paid attention, yeah. Yeah, there's some that I'm sure would. If the glove don't fit, you must uh, quit. I don't know if that's offensive or not. What? <laughs> Your Johnny Cochran impersonation. Why would it Is be that Johnny Cochran or Jackie Childs? Who's Jackie Childs? The character on Seinfeld that was based on Johnny Cochran, the slick, <laughs> the slick talking Jackie Childs. <laughs> you don't remember that? Oh yeah, nineties again. Yes, and you know what? The two week, uh, you know, the two week rule about spoilers from the MCU. Uh, yeah, that's over now with the Trade. So I'm just going to say it: the multiverse is not a joke, Jim. Millions of families suffer every year. <laughs> Did he say Jim? The multiverse yes. is, is not, not a, a joke, joke. Jim. Jim, millions of people suffer every year. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. You want me to? Oh my god! You want me to show you what it's from? I think it's okay now. Okay. Eleven dollars. You know what? Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. So I thank you. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Millions of families suffer every year. <laughs> oh, so now okay. I can say... I think now we can say uh, it's been two weeks. John Krasinski shows up <laughs> in Doctor Strange as Mr. Fantastic, and God. he's got about a whole bum, minute and a bum, half. Okay, bum. it's two weeks! You've been waiting for that, haven't you? 
Get it out. Get it out. And then he gets spaghettified. Oh, my God. <laughs> the way that she killed him. Did anybody else think that was, like, brutal? Or, yes. Or with the it other guy? brutal. What's his name? Boltoon? Uh, um, Black, Bolt. Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Whatever. He's an inhuman, and, and I'm actually really glad that they showed him um, in, the, in the show. But, yeah, he, she destroyed him dirty. I like Heather. And he will tell you. Or he can destroy you with one word. One word. That's his power. What one mouth. mouth? And then boom. Uh, she Dang. totally ripped off the Matrix. The Matrix. <laughs> nice. That's not the first th- show that I ever saw. The Matrix wasn't the first time somebody ma- made someone's mouth disappear and it had that thing where they they just don't mm-hmm. have a mouth. They did that in an episode of the original Star Trek. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I remember that one. God bless has been waiting for that one. Yeah, he's been so waiting to hey, get that out. I, I'll tell you this. I, I'm so burned out on multiverses and magical incantations and alternate realities but and time travel. But super soldier serums, gamma radiation, that's Can all I fine finish with my me. point? Oh, also technology that's powered by something that has the power of a sun in it. Can <laughs> I finish my point, please? Sure. Go. I saw the trailer for She-Hulk that's coming out later this mm-hmm. year on Disney+, Plus, and that looks like a lot of fun. It looks like it's not going to get all bogged down in multiple Yeah, universes. because they show her in a bar all the time, and she's like doing she's normal on, things. On Tinder, just yeah. swiping right? Buzz is like, can I just have my superheroes yeah. a little more realistic, please? Just punching. That's what I want to see. In New York City, not anywhere else. <laughs> I think She-Hulk is actually going to center around Los Angeles. You know, Wakanda's not a real place. Yeah, but it's something we can all aspire to. We all have a little bit of Wakanda inside of us. Wakanda forever. Forever. But these alternate realms and yeah. dimensions, I'm I'm just a little burned out on it. I need well, a break. You're I not a comic Hulk book fan. I don't consider you a comic book fan. That call was great, though. You are a movie Multiverse fan. Multiverse is not a joke, Jim. Millions of people. It's, it's, yeah, funny. we got a few more calls here. Oh, right. Hey guys, just a friendly reminder that the coronavirus is still very much a thing. Mm-hmm. This will be the second time that I've caught it this year, and yes, mm. I am vaccinated. It's mm. just that I went to a Chihuahuas game recently, and I'm pretty sure that's where I caught it. Just a bunch of people walking around without masks, and it's jam-packed. I've been doing the... Uh, I w- this is the point where I wish I could talk back to the neckline calls because I, I would ask, you know, did you wear a mask? Buzz Adams' method of just reading the room. But now I realize that's probably not such a good idea. Oh, oh that's answered answer. my question. So he's yeah. saying he used the Buzz Adams uh-huh. read the room and go along with what everybody else is doing. Oh. I, listen, I'm not going to wear a mask at a Chihuahua's game unless they make me do it. Like okay. I'm at a Chihuahua's baseball game, unless they specifically say, will you please put on a mask? I'm not going to just do it on my own. Well, let's not discount what he's saying. Actually, what uh, people from the CDC and the NIH, NIH are saying is that we are in a fifth wave of COVID starting now, pretty <gasps> much. expecting a summer surge. Yeah. And, um, and the people who have been previously vaccinated and boosted are, are also still getting it. So. All right. That's something to think about. That's the point our callers uh, making. Well, I hope he gets a speedy recovery. Yeah. Well, Adam's method of just reading the room. 
But now I realize that's probably not such a good idea. Most of his methods. Because I uh, feel pretty bad because of all the people that I've uh, come into contact with this week. And I had to cancel a date with pretty much the love of my life. Oh. But uh, I think I've been letting my guard down a little bit too much. And uh, I know know we're all over it. We're all mentally over COVID. But I think uh, we all need to take a little bit more precautions. I think we're getting all a little bit too much uh, too relaxed on the subject. But... uh, yeah, I'll definitely be masking up a little bit more. Let's uh, take a break. We're going to come back, and we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way. It's almost the weekend. It's definitely the pre-kend, so if you feel <laughs> the excitement, it's pre-kend fever and building weekend fever. Uh, we'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's get a look at El Paso weather. The golfer's forecast brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. And I think we still had a neckline call or two left. But uh, weather first, you can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. Pretty windy today. Uh, winds are going to be up in that 20 mile an hour range. Other than that, sunshine, 93. Not seeing any rain through the weekend. Tomorrow, I'm going to kind of identify that as the... A-plus day for the weekend. Sunny, 93, and winds are going to stay generally under 10 miles an hour, 5, 10 mile an hour winds on Saturday. Sunday's going to be cooler. Uh, going to be some cloud cover again. No rain on Sunday, but 85 for the high temperature, a little cooler outside. Sunday afternoon winds are going to be up uh, again about 15 to 20 miles an hour so. That's the way the weekend shapes up. You can also call for your tea times and reservations. Call Painted Dunes, 915-821-2122. The El Paso Times uh, has a story. There are a bunch of new stores that are opening at Silla Vista Mall. Silla Vista, out of all the malls in town, looks like the one that is going to last the longest. You know, the whole thing about, well, you know, a lot of malls are either got a lot of empty spaces and this is not just El Paso this is the entire country they've either got a lot of empty spaces or they've transitioned mm-hmm. into other things which is kind of what Sunland Park is doing mm-hmm. you know they how many gyms do they have in Sunland Park now I don't know <laughs> but they have a Sun City Kitty Cafe so they got a kitty cool. cafe uh, Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop coming to Silla Vista Mall. Licensed by the NFL and endorsed by the Dallas Cowboys as the official Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop. Isn't there a cowboy like a, at the at the outlet, outlet malls on the I west think side? So, I think yeah. A, but I don't know if that one's official or not. So, uh, let's see. Men's District for men's fashionable dress and suits. Lovisa sounds like it's a uh, Australian-based women's fashion store. I don't know. Then it's uh, you know a bunch of other. I, I think the one that stands out is the Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop. So that's coming. Starbucks is the latest company to say that they will cover travel expenses for their employees seeking abortions. What? 
Starbucks said uh, this week it will pay the travel expenses for U.S. employees to access abortion and gender-confirming procedures if those services aren't available within 100 miles of the worker's home. Oh, wow. Wow. The coffee giant said it will also make the travel benefit available to the dependents of employees who are enrolled in Starbucks' health care plan. Starbucks has 240,000 U.S. employees. Starbucks is among the most high-profile companies to adopt some kind of travel benefit in the wake of the leaked draft from the Supreme Court. Uh, Amazon is another big company, and they announced that they're covering up to $4,000 in travel and lodging expenses for employees seeking non-life-threatening medical treatments, including abortions and gender-confirming procedures. Uh, Nico. Yeah. I want to ask you, now that you've had a couple hours to think about it, if they made this offer to you, there's a company in the UK that makes vegan dog food, and they want a human to eat vegan do- nothing but their vegan dog food for a week. Okay. And blog about it, and also there were a few other things they want you to do as well. Like, but for $6,000 for five days. That's a little bit more than... A thousand dollars a day, you're saying? Well, they're offering uh, five thousand in British pounds, so that comes out to sixty two hundred. So yeah, and uh, a little, little so, you know, a thousand two hundred per day. I would have to eat it for every meal, or would I just have to eat it for one you meal? You know what? Let me let me refer directly to the uh, website. It's a UK company called Omni. It's going to pay somebody five thousand pound. Or six thousand two hundred dollars to only eat their dog food for a week. So it sounds like you're only eating the dog food. Mm. It's only five days, so it's not a full week. It's a work week. Huh. The whole point, uh, according to Omni, is to show that their food is good enough for humans to eat. Since they're based in the UK, they're probably looking for somebody locally. But if they, if you had a firm offer on the table, on the table, yeah, would you think about it? And I would have to post on social media and blog um, about it, I think. In addition to eating dog food, other job requirements, they want you to record a few videos for social media. They want you to blog about it. Sure. And you have to share info about your energy level and your bowel movements throughout the week. <laughs> My deuces? <laughs> I mean, the real issue is eating dog food, nothing but dog food for a week. And then it's the dry kind, like. Yeah, they showed a picture of their product, and it looks. Can you put? Can you? You're gonna eat it like cereal, Joanna. Like I could see myself on that first day being super excited for this project. Like I'm making a thousand dollars. Hey guys, try out this by day five. Yeah. Wearing a blanket, (laughs) a beanie, looking pale. Uh, Not getting enough nutrients. Stay five. Uh, or maybe you're maybe you <laughs> feel vegan great. Dog food. Maybe you're panting like a happy. D- <laughs> <laughs> I'm really loving the diet. <laughs> Squirrel! I can't. I can't feel my legs any longer. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm bleeding internally. <laughs> but don't forget, yeah, get some vegan dog food. It's good for if, you. If this had been a local company, they were they came to you and said, "We'll give you six thousand two hundred dollars for five days," and you knew they were good for it. Would you think about taking it? Yeah, like if Chico's paid me to test the safety of their food for five days, yeah. I don't know that it's a good idea to compare Chico's to dog food. 
I mean, I love it still. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, maybe. Joanna. Yeah. Would you take that offer? Yes. In a heartbeat? But would they let me like create dishes with it? Like, hey, I'm going to add this to my You can't Abbasita. like turn it into dough or anything. Like put, crush it up, make some water and make like a dough protein or shake. a protein shake. I can't shake. just eat it like I think I like think they that. just want you to eat it and then wash it down probably with you water. You eat it like our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> They need to serve it to me in those like dog bowls that they get at the Chihuahuas. Where they put the nachos in? Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten dog food in the past before, but only as a kid on, on like a truth or dare was it type good? of thing. No. No, it wasn't good. It was was it the wet kind or the dry kind? It, at different times I've I know I've tried oh, so it was bits. it was more than one time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, when you're a kid and you're playing truth and dare, you kind of got to work with what you have in your yard you know, or right. in your friend's yard or when you When you're in your late teens on a farm, that's I all you got to do. No, no, this is when we were like grade school. Age. When you're 32 on a farm, that's all you got to do. I don't know why, but the I would prefer the wet kind. <laughs> I don't, no, the wet kind was definitely more disgusting. I can remember yeah? that. The dry kind was not good, and it didn't have a, ta- a taste Probably that humans bland. like. Yeah. But the wet was just disgusting, and it had little now, pieces of gristle in it. Now, did they say how much food you have to eat? Like a whole bag of it? or? Yeah, I you know. Well, for every a, meal. There's a sign-up for sheet, and I'm sure meal. they go into that. But I think the main thing is they want you to eat exclusively their dog food. use it as croutons on a salad? I don't think so. I'm going to say probably like not. I'm not going to read the, the whole. the plain thing. I would still eat it. Yeah. For $6,000? Hell yeah. Listen to this. And here's something that you don't have to live in the UK to participate in. Krispy Kreme is giving this year's high school <laughs> seniors a free dozen donuts next Wednesday. Wow. Just wear class of 2022 merchandise, you know, a shirt or whatever. I think it would be funny <laughs> to send Nico in wearing like a class of 2022, maybe a Coronado shirt. Hey, you know, what's or, up? And, and, and show up and see if they even question I mean, whether you're a high school senior or not. I don't dress very differently than I did in high school. Like, almost exactly. The only thing that's changed is my Balding? hairline. Yeah. <laughs> Do you notice I did not say, the, yeah. I didn't make the bald Do you notice how I Joanna. left a pregnant pause to be filled oh. in by anybody who wanted to? I'm sorry. <laughs> What if they're like, Wait, are you, you sure you're graduating Do you this think year? you could pass for a high school student? I still get carded at the you know, gas station. I, have what, a, every I think time? they have to card everybody. I have a childlike face and wonder in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, uh, if we got you like, like a, uh, where did you go? Jeff, right? Yeah. If we got you a class of 2022 Jefferson, a silver fox. silver fox. I still have my Letterman jacket. <laughs> no, but it's got to. It it's got to have 2022 class. on it. Yeah, it has. If anybody out there has a class of 2022 shirt, yeah, let's that'd be good. get it for Nico and see if he can get a free donut. My mind, my my daughter's really into impractical jokers, so my mind is working in impractical jokers <laughs> type of ways. I'm just seeing him going in, and, and we'll be on an intercom, and we'll yeah, tell you, what and to we'll say. tell you what to say. And then they'll be like, "Are you sure you're graduating?" <laughs> this year and you're like yes and we're like yeah now tell them go class of 2022 go class of 2022 yeah, yeah. raise your fist like that up in the air like you're so excited and now start telling them about what <laughs> colleges you're looking into 
Guys, college, it's a great time. I mean, it's I'm looking into all these things. Yeah. Just dance like no one's funny watching. If we, if we had the earpiece on the on the person, uh, where where the hell was it again? Krispy Kreme, <laughs> telling them without Nico's knowledge. Now ask him if he's a cancer patient. Yeah. <gasps> that would hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him, t- tell him, ask him if he's heard of the Make-A-Wish program. <laughs> All right, guys. Because yeah. you would look sickly. Yeah, I get for it. For a high school senior, yeah, you would look very sick. The only way you could pass for an 18-year-old is if you had some terminal disease. I have that Robin Williams disease that makes you look super older. <laughs> I've got Jack disease. i got the Jack syndrome. <laughs> You got uh, any more neckline calls? Yeah, I do, but... We should take a break. We probably need to take a break, so yeah. I'll save the neckline calls for the uh, for the next hour. So we're going to get into a break here in just a few minutes. Do you remember seconds. last... Do you remember a couple weeks ago? It was a few weeks ago. It was while my mom was still visiting. I ordered a pizza, and I ordered some chicken wings, and the pizza... The, chick, the Dude, dozen chicken, chicken wings... chicken wings are so expensive right now. Somebody's got uh, an order of wings for $27, but when I heard the amount, okay, so I got a pizza, mm-hmm. and it was going to be like 20 bucks, and then I ordered a dozen wings, and they were going to be 22 an extra 22 That means you're paying $2 a wing, right? Yeah, it's expensive. No. Almost. For, almost. Almost $2 a wing, and I thought Half that- of 22 is not 12 yeah, but it's close. It's yeah, almost it's, $2. It's 11. I mean, it seems like real. You Normally, you would get an order of 12 wings, and it would be eh, 8 or $10. Look, some but- people may be thinking, oh, you went to Pizza Hut, and that's what they charge you more. I just went to another restaurant the other day. T- an order of 10 chicken wings, $20. It's average. $20. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So $2 for a wing, basically. And I love wings. And is this a supply? I don't really understand I think it's both. I think it's that also- and inflation. And- well, chicken has- been expensive for a while. Chicken wings have been expensive for a while, but and they used to instead of doing it by number, they, they'll do it by weight because sometimes you get these gigantic, you know, uh, thighs. Or, I never thought I would say this, but uh, chicken wings are a little too rich for my blood <laughs> these <Yeah>. days. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, Nico. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, Buzz. <laughs> All right. The Pentagon is sending Ukraine another big weapons shipment. According to spokesman John Kirby, the $100 million shipment includes howitzers, artillery components, and tactical vehicles. The U.S. has sent Ukraine roughly $4 billion worth of arms and equipment since the start of Russia's invasion in late February. Meanwhile, the latest big Ukraine aid bill is headed to President Biden's desk after easy passage by the Senate. The roughly $40 billion package provides additional security and humanitarian aid to help Ukraine withstand the ongoing invasion by Russia. Here is Department of Defense spokesman uh, John Kirby. 86 voted for the aid to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. 11 voted against. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on a related note, the majority of Americans believe sending aid to Ukraine is a good idea. A poll conducted this this week found only 20% say it's a bad idea and... 18% said they were just unsure. In all those, six out of 10 respondents were in favor of financially assisting the country. So I guess our policy, if you know, if I were going to read the lay of the land, is we'll send monetary aid, we'll send humanitarian supplies, we'll send weapons. Right. 
We'll send money to buy weapons, but we won't commit. That's like the red line is we won't commit we won't forces. We won't commit forces. You won't see an American flag flying over a Ukrainian battlefield anytime soon. Which kind of makes what, you think? What, what like, do you think the the public stomach for that would be? I know that our thing is well, we don't want to get in any kind of official ruckus with right. Russia because they got nukes or whatever. But I wonder taking that off the table, like just taking mutually assured destruction <laughs> off the table, because people have already said that uh, Russia's uh, nu- nuclear rattle sabering is laughable almost in the face of the fact that it's it's unrealistic to think that they will eventually resort unless they're suicidal. They they would never resort to that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I'd be interested to hear like what enlisted people think. Like if you found out, hey, we might actually be you know going into Ukraine and helping them fight this battle. Would most soldiers be for it? Or I mean, it's a, a lot. They don't of, have any control over no, it if you're an enlisted. But person. most wars are are won uh, by soldier morale and how much the soldier is invested in the fight. The Ukrainians have a huge morale boost to, to save their country, to fight to the last man. I mean, they... Yeah, I'm just interested if people who are enlisted right now and people who would be... I don't think out, we have like, the moral... Uh, or the morale? The, mor- the morale co- component of it. I don't think we would have motivation. Maybe there are a lot of people that are enlisted who are like, we yeah, get over let's and get yeah, let's go over and... Maybe beat the Ruskies and liberate Ukraine or whatever. Red Dawn. All right. Accused Buffalo grocery store shooter Peyton Gendron appeared in Buffalo City Court Thursday. Relatives of his alleged victims sat behind him in the courtroom during the brief hearing. Why aren't I got a question? Why aren't they doing this uh, shooter the way they did the Walmart shooter, where they avoided saying his name? And it seems like that was on a local and national level, like. They did not say the name of the Walmart. I thought they did a pretty good job of not giving this. Oh, because he wanted guy fame. Be, yeah, right. He wanted to be known for it. That's a good question. I don't know why. Because uh, right after the pastor shooter, we didn't see any reports with his name. In it. I think it was like a concerted effort. A lot of yeah. media organizations, even ones that aren't connected to each other, are like, you know what? We're not going to give him the satisfaction. Now, We're are just you saying this because the of the similarities between the yeah, shooting? Yeah, okay. well, partially that, sure, that, and I thought that that was a good move. The fact that off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of the El Paso Walmart shooter, I feel yeah, I good either. about. Yeah. Maybe, you know, in, in a year I won't remember the name of this this well, shooter, but they're keeping it out of the news. It's been three years since the El Paso shooter. Yeah, right. He hasn't moved. He hasn't gone to trial. Yeah, yet. his trial hasn't moved anywhere, so I'm not sure that's a good thing. Relatives of Peyton Gendron's alleged victim sat behind him in the courtroom during the brief hearing, during which he said nothing as his attorneys spoke for him. As he was let out of court, someone shouted that he was a coward. Gendron is so far charged with one count of first-degree murder, with more charges expected after his case is considered by a grand jury. Here's audio of his lawyer answering questions for him. So the plea was was not guilty. Was not that. guilty. In a lot of these capital cases, though, apparently there is no way to enter a guilty plea. They they all have to be not guilty up front. Okay. Uh, he's being held without bail in protective custody under suicide watch and is due back in court on Jul- June 9th. Gendron is accused of shooting and killing 10 black shoppers at a Buffalo area supermarket over the weekend in what investigators have described as a racially motivated shooting. He was arraigned over the weekend on a murder charge. A not guilty plea was entered on his behalf. 
And a former SpaceX flight attendant says the company paid her $250,000 to settle a sexual misconduct lawsuit against founder Elon Musk. According to the unnamed woman, Musk exposed himself and rubbed her leg without consent in 2016. She also claims he offered to buy her a horse in exchange for an erotic massage. The flight attendant reportedly told a friend that after taking the job, she was encouraged to become a licensed masseuse to give Musk more massages, with the SpaceX SpaceX founder propositioning her during one. When reached for a comment... You know what? That's a real Epstein move there. Right? Uh, I like massages, please. I mean, he was recruiting high school age girls. I don't know. Not that it... I don't... I'm not suggesting it's any better that this was a fully adult woman, but that's kind of... I watched that thing about... Epstein on Netflix. Right. His deal was asking for a massage and then get him to physically touch me and then turn it into something else. And but and then if they're not interested in doing the something else, say, Oh, I'll pay you if you bring other high school. Wait, just to be fair, because I've never had enough money to pay somebody to massage me. (laughs) It's not sex, right? It's not sex. No. It's not sexual at all. Sometimes? I mean, some, in some instances, it I, wait, has I, been. I mean, like, I, I can go to a storefront, and there's, like, a receptionist, and I can go to the back, and then sex? It could be. And then sex? <laughs> you you don't mean, hear about these mis- these raids that have Dude. gone on him? So you didn't hear about the, the owner of the Buffalo, uh, the uh, New, New England Patriots? Dude. Oh, Robert yeah. Kraft? Yeah. He just went into a strip mall. This is why I'm so scared of going to get, like, a massage somewhere. Right? About, what if they offer me sex? And what if I'm like too polite to say no? Right? <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude. And then oh, what on. if I say yes and then there's a raid and then like the next day it's like Joanna Barba from KLAQ caught like, in sex massage. Even if you were just even if you were just getting a non-sex massage exactly. that you were and there when it I got raided there. and all you wanted was a nice relax, relaxing massage. Dude, my legit fear. I swear. I just saw I, I can tell you the massages I've had have never been of my own volition, like somebody said, "Hey, my wait, my what is the, what do you you you've never consensually gotten massages?" Well, I mean, I consented to doing it, but it wasn't my idea, and I've never been really comfortable. But they have been one hundred percent professional. I can tell you that. All right, like there was nothing. Well, other than you know, to all you masseurs and masseuses out there, we respect your profession. I do, and I would love a massage, but I but would also not to be caught. Not be in the back of my mind, even if you're getting a legit legal massage, you're afraid just there might the be some other stuff you going know on Let's, behind the scenes that you're not aware yes. of. Let's just avoid this whole raid situation. I will call you. You just come to my house. Well, you can do it there. It's way more private. <laughs> he goes, I can please offer the sex. There's thing. a famous, the there's, <laughs> there's a kind of famous story about my very first Massage your that first I ever massage? Got. You have a famous story about your first massage. I cannot yes. picture Buzz like with Relax somebody enough. else yeah. touching. Well, him. it was it yeah. was like a it was a it was like oh it's a surprise. I could I could tell you were so tense. Mm. Yeah, like keeping his clothes could, on the I whole was, time. Like I was, he wouldn't take his shirt off. <laughs> well, it, it turned out to be a foot massage. <laughs> Leave the shoes on. <laughs> and then how did it go? I was more stressed. After the massage, then when I got it, because I was thinking the same thing. What? What is this? Is so weird. It's surreal. Okay, so here's a story. Okay. Uh, years ago, a friend of the station, you know, somebody we do a lot of business with, 
and I'm not going to name names here, right. although I have in the past. Steve. No. <laughs> told us, and I, everybody who was on the show at the time, so it was pre-you guys, it was pre-Lisa. Hey, I want to I want to treat you guys to something. Meet me at this address. So the address. Oh my god! Yeah. So I thought Great he was taking start. us to lunch, and it turns out it was next to a, you know, a rest a restaurant. It's a strip mall. It's got all kinds of right. stuff. So he he or she meets us in front of the place at the appointed time, and he's like, "This is a thing I like to do. My wife and I like to come here like once a month. It really relieves all the stress." And he took us in an Asian massage place. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, there were these, you know, fluorescent lights like in here. Like, uh, uh-huh. there was nothing sexy about it. Okay. The massagers were like these grandmothers, 65, <laughs> 70 years old. Yeah. Strong hands. Uh, I would say, you know, immigrants then- from an Asian country. Okay. I, I didn't really get into it, but, and it was just a foot massage, but the whole time I was like, is there another because I'd heard the stories it's like right. is there another room where the girls aren't like 70 years old or mm-hmm. or are Buzz is like, can you direct me what's to the going other on room? I was so wound up by the time I left was, <laughs> <laughs> that you needed a release what do you mean I was why were you wound up because somebody was touching a stranger yeah. in this case a little a little old Korean lady yeah. was touching my feet. would you have preferred uh, a man? Was it because she was old? You preferred yeah. like a no? I just one? thought a young Korean. My woman? mind was just racing. So Is there too places. young? No, my mind was just going to all kinds of places. Okay, like, if it was a man, would you have had a problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was an old Korean man, would you have a problem? Yeah, I don't want a stranger touching my feet. I'm sorry. It's just right, too, so maybe it's not for you. Yeah. It's probably not. For I me. imagine like when Dumb and Dumber they gave them pedicures and they had to use <laughs> a power saw, yeah. <laughs> or like an angle grinder just to get it off. Well, this this wasn't a pedicure. This was a foot massage, and your your foot's in hot water. And I think at some point there was maybe wax involved, but the whole thing I was just like. I, I just was. I had my extra. eyes closed. I was like, "It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon." Were <laughs> you just telling yourself, "Like, please relax." That please sounds relax. like assault. <laughs> like when you're saying it's, it'll be over soon, you're praying to yourself. All yeah, right. I didn't want to come just across as a just Malag- close your eyes. Close your eyes and let it happen. Think of the better times. I didn't want to be a malagradecio. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What's, ma- say it again. Malagradecio. Malagradecio. <laughs> Like uh, I didn't want ingrate, to come across, I didn't ungrateful. Want to, yeah. in, I didn't want to come across as ungrateful because this was a, a big treat for us. From, how nice! If I told you who it was, you guys, it was Brad. Oh. No, Brad. definitely not. Oh okay, he God, had to be married. Gotta find you out just who said it like was. this person and their wife likes to go to. A Kaplowitz. Nope. No. Also, respectfully, uh, licensed massage therapists is what they're called, not masseuse. Oh, did somebody correct me? Yes. Okay, I'm We're so this, sorry. Also, but licensed licensed then there, massage then there was We're sorry a, you got this bad rep. There was another time I had some kind of horrible, just a, like a, a neck kink, a kink. Yeah, it sounds I, I kinky. I hesitate to use the word kink. <laughs> but I was, after walking around the office like Quasimodo for a week, somebody said, hey, I set you up. And I went to this place. It was, you know, it was classy and it was... Totally above I board. I say we stop the news here and then just. Dude, totally. I have like punched shoulders. I know I need like somebody to look at that, but I'm so 
so scared. You're just scared of going in any place that offers a massage. Okay, yes. what if I got certified as a masseuse? And oh, I, okay. I charge inappropriate. You guys. Inappropriate. I charge you guys. Totally that's like my inappropriate. secondary job. No, no, Do thank I you. I get a discount? Uh, my shoulders need it. If you want to pay me $250,000 to go away, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, okay. Buzz. Now, <laughs> the, 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 the other massage. I'll take your shirt off. He, <laughs> he propositions me? Yes, Buzz? The second massage I went to. <laughs> Like a lot of times, the lights will be kind of dim, and they'll have candles, and Incense. they'll have like some and yanni like, in the background, some nice yeah. music, Chilean oh. flute music or something <laughs> playing. First time I heard Enya. <laughs> sail away, sail away. I need a massage. All right. Well, when reached for comments, Musk asked for uh, for more time to respond, and said there was a lot more to the story. Okay, so we were talking about Elon Musk and that he wanted a massage from this flight attendant. Yep. And offered to buy her a horse. Yep. Uh, so he said, I, I need more time to respond. There's a lot more to the story. If I were inclined to engage in sexual harassment, this is unlikely to be the first time in my entire 30-year career that it comes to light. Yeah, but the, his company paid her $250,000. And you said earlier that that implies some kind of guilt. I do believe you that do implies believe that it implies guilt. Sort of guilt. Now, I know that the, I know companies will Could pay people settle, to go away. Sometimes the, a company will settle whether the person that they're settling for wants them to or not. Yes, because it's the company's liability, not Elon Musk's liability. I, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's calling the story a politically motivated hit piece. Remember after he came out as saying he's voting for Republicans from now on? Uh, oh, is he saying that this was like somebody trying to get revenge because I voted for... Well, or I said that I'm going to vote it, Republican it, in the next election? In that announcement, he said, be on the lookout. There will be some politically motivated attacks against me in the next coming weeks. Oh, but what if Elon Musk is playing three steps yes. ahead? He's like, I know this is going to come out, so I'm going to say that I'm going to vote Republicans as cover. And I'm going to say, look for a bunch of hit pieces so everybody, at least in the, you know, on the Republican side of things will say, oh, this is just a smear campaign. Mm -hmm. But, just so I'm clear on this, SpaceX did pay the flight attendant $250,000. That is correct. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the rest of the news right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we got kind of snagged there on a story, <laughs> the Elon Musk story, but let's get back to news headlines with Nico and Jimmy. I'm not sure people want to move on from the... Oh, I'm not ready to move on. The sun story. I still want to know who it was that treated you guys to foot massages. Yeah, that's a good point. Who was, who was the one at the company? No, it wasn't somebody that worked for the company. Oh. You had asked me off the air if it was Duke, and I said no, but Duke was... Duke was there. Confirm my story. Right. Okay. So who was it? <clears throat> All right, uh, I'll tell you guys. Make sure your microphones are off. Okay, right? mic is okay. off. And then I, because when I tell you, I want to get okay. your reaction. Yes, I can hear you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and okay, let that's me tell you, weird. apparently it was oh. completely innocent. It, would be it very sounds like innocent. it's innocent. Very yeah. innocent. For like a, a 
And I was like, Sincere okay. Sincere gesture. This is an Asian massage parlor. These, wait, wait. How do you these, know it's an Asian massage? It's called it's Asian, Oriental no, Massage. I think it was called Asian Garden. <laughs> I don't know if I should say what it was. No, because it, so we're, we're in there. I was like, this is an Asian. This is like I've always heard of an Asian massage parlor. And all of the ma- mas- massagers. Licensed massage therapists. I don't know licensed if they were or not. <laughs> but they were, they they were old ladies and they were wearing like medical style scrubs. Okay. Like there was nothing, nothing sexy about it. But uh-huh. I don't know if, like, in the back, like, if you, if that was just the front. Like, if you asked for the you know, special? Maybe. I don't know. But it was very, very weird. I'll have the number 16. Joanna, has, has anybody been trying to help you out? You say you want yeah. to get a massage. You, I do, you feel like you I... really medically need a massage, but you're too worried about I'm it being. i too worried. <laughs> Somebody told me to go to the Woodhouse. And I'm, I'm already weary by the yeah, name the of wood it. House. The Woodhouse does not sound like... And then I was asking, are there women who go to these places for for also the sex? The or, sex? Or do I'm, women not I'm go... I'm sure f- there's men in the licensed massage therapist. I had an ex that once told me, like an ex-girlfriend, really? who said, oh, I go in and get massages. And like it's it's professional, but it feels so good that sometimes I... No <gasps> way. Oh my god, I need a massage. <laughs> I remember there was like a Denise Richards story about her talking about these massage places and I think she said that she Here I she, got it. I she brought, got one. I brought up the story. On when she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I didn't know Denise Richards was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She revealed her happy ending story. Her story was, at the end of a routine massage, her masseuse, a woman, put her fingers... Mm. Oh, so it doesn't just have to be a guy. And, yeah, it was like a female, and... (laughs) She got a happy ending. I think she also said that she, she prefers her husband also getting these happy ending massages. Did she say that, too? What? Like it's an agreed upon deal? Yeah, that Janice opened up to fellow housewives, Lisa Rinna, Teddy Mellencamp. Teddy Mellencamp? Like I've heard that name is one of the real housewives. Is that John Mellencamp? Mellencamp in some way? Camille Grammer. That's Kelsey Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer's ex. And Kyle Richards. Denise opened up about her experience with the massages ending with happy endings. She's had one, and now she got one for her now husband, Aaron? Yeah, that's what it was. She was talking about how she she doesn't mind getting those for her husband, like paying for them. <laughs> okay. Very weird. Anyway, uh, I guess Elon Musk's company paid a former flight attendant... 250000 a quarter of a million dollars after she claimed that he exposed himself. Okay, that's how we got started on that. Right. He says it's all a a hit job on him, though. I saw a place down here called Oriental Massage, and I didn't think about the happy endings. I just wondered if that's appropriate to even call that. <laughs> right. Can we, is Oriental even? That is wrong, I think. <laughs> that's like racist in some way. If anything, it should be Asian massage. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, moving on. 
The U.S. is offering a prisoner swap for WNBA player Brittany Griner. Forbes is reporting the Biden administration is offering the prisoner swap to get Griner back. She would supposedly be swapped for convicted Russian arms dealer Viktor Bout with negotiations only in the beginning stages right now. Okay, he's an arms dealer. She had a little bit of hash. Yeah. Does that sound like a fair swap? It does I mean, not. we should definitely try and get Brittany Griner back. I mean, she really did She's do anything. She's obviously... You know, a political prisoner. prisoner. Right. That holding her is more of a statement for Russians to have and make than it is a, a commentary on the crime she supposedly committed. Even if she had the hash, and I don't know if she had the hash, but even if she did, it's it's clear that they're holding her because, she, you know, she's a notable American celebrity and they're probably waiting until they can work out some kind of deal like this. Well, the potential exchange was reported last week by TASS, Russia's state-owned news agency. The 31-year-old center for the Phoenix Mercury was arrested in Moscow in February after airport security claimed to find vape cartridges with cannabis-derived oil in her luggage. That could be true or untrue. I don't know, but uh, it's it's pretty clear that they're not just treating her like this. With, Normal. And you know, Without the fact that she's an American celebrity or sports star. Right. And they probably are wanting to do some kind of swag. That's probably why they arrested her in the first place. The State Department has said Griner was wrongfully detained, and the State Department staying mum on the situation. The creator of Squid Game is developing a satire based on the overnight success of the hit Netflix show. Squid Game was one of the biggest shows of 2021, reaching over 100 million households faster than any other show before it. Creator Huang Dong-hyuk told Deadline he's working on a season two, but he's also in the early stages of writing a satirical comedy about his personal experience adjusting to Squid Game becoming a global hit. Its working title is The Best Show on the Planet. I didn't even finish Squid Game. Why not? I got, like, the part... Okay, uh, can I give spoilers for Squid you Game? You already Hi. said Mr. Fantastic is John Krasinski. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I was in it the first couple of episodes, uh-huh. but then when they got out and decided, like, willingly on their own <gasps> to, to go, go back, back, I was like, come. You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. You'd go to police. You have to see the one where they do tug of war, though. Oh, I saw the tug. I did see That's the tug of war. That's a good one. That was a good That was very. I mean, the challenges and stuff on it were very, very tense, but the story got ridiculous after they escaped successfully and then decided I can really use that money though and they all decided to go I don't back get and- your logic on things the story got ridiculous you don't think it was yeah, ridiculous to right. begin it with was. <laughs> good point sure. yeah. well I thought just go for the I, ride man I, I, just go where they take you I thought it might have been like oh this is they're in some kind of virtual reality and they had their memory wiped and it's going to turn oh, out that there's going to be a yeah. twist where it's like oh this has all been a virtual reality mm-hmm. game some weird nobody game. actually died but when it's like no these are real and the, like some of the cops are on the take or something and I don't know it just got really stupid so no, well, you can see a uh, comedy based on the creation of it later out this year anything created by a guy whose names are Wang and Dong is automatically and hilarious yuck. in my book Yo. Wang, Wang Dong, Dong Yuck, yuck. <laughs> that sounds like the motto of an Asian feminist group. Wang, dong, yuck. Oh my god! I never thought about it till right now. You're so dumb. All right. Um, 
moving on. A major shift in the weather is in store for the Denver, Colorado area today. Yesterday, the city saw a red flag warning where temperatures were in or above the 90s. Today, the complete opposite. The National Weather Service has a winter storm warning in effect for Denver starting at noon and running through midday tomorrow. The heaviest snow is expected to move in late today and continue into Saturday morning. Forecasters say snowfall totals will vary depending on the location. It could also cause things like broken tree branches and downed power lines. That's kind of weird, though. Yesterday, you have a, a you know. I'm going to have to shovel all of this global warming out of my driveway. <laughs> and scientists have found ice near the moon's poles and say it could be drinkable. The moon's poles may be drinkable. They believe it developed from water spews that came from volcanic eruptions billions of years ago. Rather than turning into the gas and escaping the atmosphere into space, it turned into ice beneath the moon's lunar dust. They believe the ice could provide water to future moon explorers and be processed into rocket fuel. Hmm. Now you can get some of that moon water at 7-Eleven. No, I think Elon Musk will have a mission to go and get it so he can use the ice... In the world's most expensive whiskey on the rocks? I don't know. (laughs) And finally, an insurance company is bringing cannabis DUI coverage to drivers across the country. The company Reefer, that's R-E-E-P-H-E-R, recently launched, launched cannabis DUI insurance coverage in Missouri, and it's coming to Oregon, Georgia, and other states with a legal pathway towards consumption. It's meant to help people charged with driving under the influence of cannabis with various expenses, including legal representation, transportation costs, and incidental expenses. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Can you currently buy, like, DUI for alcohol insurance? Great question, Buzz. Because if if they don't have that already... You mean legal DUI, uh, alcohol DUI, where you could get help with legal representation, transportation costs, and incidental expenses? No. There is no insurance (laughs) for alcohol DUIs right now. Because it would be illegal? or I'm not even sure. Maybe people just have thought... Hey, I'm going to buy insurance. I'm definitely going to be driving drunk, so I want to make sure that I'm covered when I eventually get pulled over for it. Right. I don't know. I don't understand that. Because it's almost like you're, you're per- It is illegal permissive. to drive high, right? It's a DUI. It's Yeah, it's illegal. It, like in all the states where, it's, where marijuana is yes, legal. Yes, but the so. only difference is there is no breathalyzer for marijuana. So they can't... Yeah, there's a smellalyzer. Doesn't matter. like pot in here. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It could have been a skunk. You have a, you have a, a, a whole bottle of something called dank spray. I mean... For that exact purpose. And what did Justin Underwood say about just the smell? It does not mean that there is a presence of marijuana. It can, it can be probable they cause. Could, they but probable they could cause. Still, they yeah. could search your car. Yeah. This is weird to me that they're offering this kind of insurance where it would be, but it's illegal if you were doing it for alcohol. Yeah, I don't know if this weird. would hold up. Hey, I've got it. I've got driving well, while high insurance. What does insurance do? They'll pay the other person's claims, right? That's how insurance works. It doesn't pay you. It pays the other person's claims. Yeah, but they're not going to pay anything if you well, have a DUI. Right. Think. But what I'm saying is it would this, be good to have Justin here to answer this This question. doesn't seem like it would help the other person. This is just helping you, you cover your expenses. Expenses, representation, transport. So if you needed a car to get you somewhere. How do you spell the name of the company again? Reefer. R-E-E-P-H-E-R. 
And with the news, I'm Nico. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Got a couple uh, neckline calls to get to. Joanna's got entertainment news coming up before too long. Let me talk uh, 80s metal for a second. Motley Crue and Def Leppard are on their stadium tour, and we've got a trip. You could win it to see Motley Crue, Def Leppard, along with Joan Jett and Poison in Miami, June 18th. Flyways courtesy of Better Noise Music. And we've only got three days left in this contest. So today, tomorrow, and Sunday, three times a day, we're going to give out a code word. We're going to give out a co- three code words. So 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. All you got to do is listen for the code words, enter them through the KLAQ mobile app. Works kind of the same way that GoFundYourself did. So uh, this is the final three days, though. 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. Listen for those code words. Enter them. If you win the trip, you win airfare for two, hotel for two nights, tickets to the show, tour T-shirts, also $500 spending cash from Town Square Media. Uh, The other 80s medal that I wanted to uh, give a reminder, there's a free concert with Steel Panther. If I say Steel Panther, Joanna, do you know who that is? Kind of. One of those hair metal bands. They're a, okay, so they're they're, they're like, like the spinal tap of eighties metal. Okay. So all of their jokes are kind of like <laughs> they weren't they weren't famous in the eighties, but they their pers- their band persona is uh, they you know they were big in the eighties, so it's it was spandex and poofed out hair mm-hmm. and everything, and the songs are really Steel Panther. Yeah, they're going to be performing for free tomorrow night. Okay. At Speaking Rock Entertainment oh, cool. Center, and they are a fun show. I think they would have come by if we if they'd been in town early enough because they used to drop in on us when we do South by Southwest a lot. Oh, nice! But this is one of their songs from 2009, and it's one of the few songs that I can play any of on the air. Uh, but I do encourage you to go see Steel Panther. So check out the video. <laughs> Nico, check out the video. <laughs> they, like the. <laughs> Like every hairband. Wait, wait. wait. (laughs) 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 My dong is community property. They opened for Judas Priest the last time Judas Priest was here. And uh, this is going to be a free show tomorrow at Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. I uh, got a couple more calls off the neckline. You can leave us a message. Uh, Toll free neckline is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. And we'll be happy to play those back, whether it's complimentary or not. Hey, uh, I just wanted to talk about the the contract deal with Tommy Gonzalez. And Buzz was saying that in, in a devil's advocate way that 
we have to compete for um, really high qualified people. But the fact that we're not trying to hire, even come close to trying to hire people inside El Paso who have lived in El Paso for many, many years and who would actually know the in-depth analysis of El Paso and everything about El Paso is quite frankly a slap in the face. And a man living on a $450,000 salary here in El Paso might as well be a millionaire. And quite frankly, it's obscene and disgusting that we really are degrading ourselves to think that we have to keep this man, especially on an obscenely high salary in a a relatively poor city than the cities that he's trying to already leave to. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Uh, Tommy Gonzalez was in the running to be the city manager in Frisco. I guess he was kind of on the short list. And there's a lot of drama just in the past few days. So mm-hmm. if you're not following this, the city council voted to extend his contract through 2029. About, uh, essentially trying to keep him here. Yeah. And it passed five to three. But even the no votes, I think uh, the people said, hey, he's doing a good job, but we just don't want to. Do you know, this right now. Right. We don't want to extend the contract. The contract would have come f- with a raise that would have put his base salary around 450000 but he's he's already making over 400000 base salary as mm-hmm. it is. And I would imagine there are probably, like, incentives and performance bonuses built in, like there are with most contracts. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, if there's somebody who's qualified to do a job like city manager at El Paso, and they're passing them over, but it's not like this is just something anybody can do. Do we know what a city manager does? I know that the job can vary from city to city, but generally, you know, know. right versus the mayor? Negotiating (laughs) uh, construction projects, negotiating payment for for projects, uh, coordinating with the city council. So the city manager in El Paso is not an elected position. The elected right. position are the mayor, it's the mayor and, city, and council, city council, county commissioners, but I, th- I think in most cases the city manager implements uh, the will of the people through the city council and Oscar Leeser vetoed it. So it passed five to three. Oscar vetoed, but my understanding is the city council could override the veto so all they'd have to do is get one of the no votes Mm -hmm. to switch to a yes vote well and tommy had taken himself out of frisco's uh running so he he said well it sounds it sounds like the city council was like hey we don't want to lose tommy gonzalez so we'll extend your contract if you quit actively pursuing the the job in frisco and then oscar came back oscar leaser's the mayor came back and uh I didn't even know the El Paso mayor had veto power. <laughs> <laughs> Things we learned this yeah. week. I thought he was just a toy mayor. Yeah, as much as I love the show, I'm sick of y'all still bringing up Trump after years out of he's out of office, making fun of him, <clears throat> shaming him and stuff like that. But not once do y'all bring up Biden up. He is destroying the country. Um... The markets are all-time low. I don't know if y'all do stock market trading. All-time lows. All-time lows. While Trump was in office, 
all the companies in the stock market hit all-time highs. Regular Joes were making money. Now, Biden gives a speech. Predictable. Stock market tanks. Do y'all have 401ks? Do y'all want to retire? Don't vote for Biden again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he understands uh, how the economy works. I certainly don't. <laughs> well, it, you know what? It's one of these things. All I know is the stock market is not the economy. Okay? They're two different things. And for four years when Donald Trump was in office, he would keep shouting things like stock market set the highest. Stock market, stock market, stock market's the highest. It was also the highest during Obama's uh, presidency, and it's also been at its highest point s- since Joe Biden's been in office. I thought it hit like an all-time high earlier this year, and didn't it hit an all- like it not an all-time low, but didn't it? Wasn't there a pretty significant crash back in the first part of 2020? Yeah, so which is th- when Trump would have still been in prison. The most been prison. Uh, rec- so and the- as far as constantly bringing up Trump, we hadn't mentioned the man <laughs> until this phone call, but. He's still a major, major force in politics. And if you don't point out what's going on, I think he would manipulate things to get back in power. And then it might be over. I mean, that might be game over. Like if he's got enough people that are willing to overturn a legal election, you know, by the time he's back in office, he may not leave. He's a danger to democracy. He is a danger to the country. And I I will say this. I think any serious Democrats are having serious conversations about who the candidate's going to be for the Democratic ticket in 2024. Right, but I mean, just I don't think in terms I don't of, think anybody's in love with Joe Biden. I don't think the far left Democrats certainly aren't. Mainstream I, Democrats, I think he's think a normal that, politician. If he's it's a politician, okay? It's a it's politics. Uh, let, let the politicians handle it. But I, I don't I don't want to get into this. Uh, let's bring Trump back. If things were so much better. They weren't, okay? They, it, that's not true, necessarily. And people forget, because Joe Biden's not just the type of person that is shouting, oh, the stock market's the highest day. All right, the most recent time that the, the or actually of all time, the Dow stock market's all-time close stands at 36,799 points. Reached on when? January 4th, 2022. Okay? This, this year. This year. Who was president? Joe Biden was president. So if we're going to use the stock market as like how you're going to tell when the president's doing good. Uh, oh, if that's your yardstick, then Biden's the best president. Then Biden's the best president. The, uh, the last But the condition crash, of the stock market does not isn't tied directly to who is in office individually or what party is even in office. The, the, the nature of the stock market is it fluctuates. Absolutely. <laughs> if it didn't fluctuate, nobody would ever make or lose money. It, it's not uh, the same thing. As an indicator of economy like the GDP or your gross domestic product or unemployment, let's just take a look at GDP. Trump's average GDP growth, the rate by which our economy grows, has only been at 0.95%, okay, or about 1%. Biden's average GDP growth over the past four quarters has been 4%. That's huge. So that means Joe Biden's administration, under Joe Biden's administration, our economy has grown look, look, I faster. Can, I, I can tell you this. If you're wondering where I'm coming from, and I appreciate that the caller said he likes listening to the show, uh, I don't think you take your eye off of Trump or you're going to end up possibly losing uh, but he's saying Trump was so much better when in office. Now that you like, but, no, it wasn't. I don't 
and I don't think there are a lot of people who think, oh, we elected the most qualified individual in the country as president. I, I don't love Joe Biden. He's at least normal. I mean, he at least is working with, he doesn't want to dismantle NATO. Right. He doesn't he, talk about how great Putin is all He the seems time. knowledgeable on global affairs, at least. I, I mean, I think he's a he little... He knows out, Finland is not part of Russia. I think he's a little out of his prime, and I think they really need... And by they, I mean the Democrats, because I'm still a Republican. I'm still registered as a Republican, so I couldn't vote in a Democratic primary anyway. But I think they, if they're smart, they're coming up with some backup plan for 2024, because I'm just not sure that Joe Biden has it in him. Let's look do at another term. Let's look at under other indicators of uh, well, good I got to e- take economics. a break. As much as I love looking at statistics mm-hmm. and economic bellwethers, uh, I do have to pay. Speaking of economic bellwethers, mm-hmm. this is how mm-hmm. we, this is how oh, we pay that's the right. Breaks. Yeah, yeah, we have to take commercials. So we'll do that and come back with entertainment news and more on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This last hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show has been brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. Pumping Ink Tattoo, corner of Dyer and Monroe, is just moments away from Fort Bliss. Find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Steve, I don't have your Kaplowitz theme ready, but... My name's Steve! Mother Truckin'! I like Joanna's version. It's very melodic. You know what? uh, Yeah, if... Oh, here we go. Mother truckin'! Kaplowitz. I would just rather use um, Joanna's Thank you. sung version. I think that is a good, good rendition. Thank you. Oh, you're His name's Steve. Joe Buck made his ESPN debut oh yesterday God, on ESPN2, okay. and I think Steve, he was he either drunk so or stoned. I went back to Buzz's house, and he made me watch PGA with him, the PGA Championship. But it wasn't the main ESPN. It was ESPN two. No, the main ESPN is ESPN one. Yeah. So then they had Joe Buck and Michael Collins. Michael Collins. You know who Michael Collins is? I do. And uh, they were doing commentary and they were talking to guests, but weird guests like Michael Phelps and JJ Watts about the the tournament. And. I think they're, they're probably barely trying, they're probably trying to make the, it more mainstream and doing that kind of thing. I bet that's what they're doing. I, I didn't mind go. it. It made golf way more interesting to watch to oh, me. It was the most aggravating thing, and I think Joe Buck was was high. Maybe uh, a little. Michael Phelps, I think, was a little high, but Joe Buck really seemed a little loopy yesterday. Really? Yeah. They were asking weird questions to the guys. and When you say you think that... Um, that Joe Buck was high. Do you think it's just because he he just sounded out of it? What do you think it was? I just it, all the questions were, you know, like with JJ Watt. I'm trying to think of. That's they what were he was, talking the, about the golf. They were talking about, about what he was like drinking his, and stuff because they yeah. sh- they showed JJ Watt's bar behind him, like his home bar, because it was well, on Zoom. And so you got to understand something, okay? Here's I think the idea behind it is this: Have you guys ever watched the Manning cast? Yeah, I know with, uh, Peyton and Eli. <laughs> that is now the new, um, like I don't want to say format, but that's kind of the blueprint of what ESPN is doing, and they 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 try to essentially make it more than just the sport itself. And I I bet you they told. 
told Joe Buck, take uh, you know take a page from the Manning uh, from the Manning cast and do that with golf, and that's probably what he did, and why you think he was high because it was just completely different right. than what you would normally watch for a golf uh, for a golf tournament. Which, by the way, is in Tulsa. Have you been to the course that they're holding it in this year? Uh, Southern Hills, yeah. yeah. Uh, the U.S. Open was Have there. Have you played it? No. My dad used to. Really? Like, he'd get invited every now and then. Wait, why couldn't you play? You, you could, like, you have to be invited? It's a, You couldn't yeah, just walk like, in? No. It's, it's not a public course. Um, it's a, it's pretty exclusive. Well, that's cool country, that, uh, that your dad was there, club. at least. Yeah. All right, nice. You know, I've, it's probably more exclusive than either one of the country clubs in El Paso, but... Is it a diff? I mean, I, obviously, it must be. A they difficult have course. I mean, yeah. they, they have tournaments there on Mondays and stuff. Sure. sure. Buzz like was saying that they cut it. They cut the grass differently for the tournaments, but then they'll like let it grow more. Well, for the- what are you saying? Is the you know they'll narrow the fairways, they'll make the fairways less wide, let yes. the rough grow up, and then like the rough will be deeper, and then they right. they get it back so regular golfers no no member wants to pay twenty grand a year to go out and shoot a one hundred and seventy, so they'll make the, right. the rough more forgiving. And but when it's time for this, they have to make it challenging because these are the best golfers mm-hmm. on the planet, and the last thing you want is for guys to score in the fifties. So yeah. you have to find a way <laughs> to make it a little tougher. Greens are lightning fast. Uh, they let the rough grow up. Fairways are narrower. Yeah, uh, longer. You know they'll play. They'll even move the tees back further than the what's called the tips are the farthest back. Mm-hmm. A lot of these places will have an additional thing that they built up just for uh, professional oh. play. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, tough, tough to watch Tiger yesterday. Tiger you know, had a plus four. Guess who was also plus four? Rich Beam as a former PGA Tour championship. Oh, El Paso's nice. Rich, Rich Beam. Is there. there you yeah, go. he's there. That's good. But I think the cut line's probably going to be somewhere around two. I was going to say one or two. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing about Tiger, okay? It, it's obvious to me that it's his, it's just his leg, and his leg, which is surgically repaired, is affecting the rest of his game because early on, Tiger looked pretty good, but as the day wore on and as he had to start walking more, you could tell that that you know that leg is taking a physical toll on the rest of his body and his game. I mean, you know, some people didn't know if Tiger would ever walk again, let alone play golf at this level. So it's pretty amazing that he's even out there. But right now, you could just tell by watching him, and it's. It's hard to watch because um, you know you you need your you need your leg. It's a big part of the way you play. I mean, it's just true. And when that thing is not working right and it's it's giving him pain and it's not stable, yeah, the whole game suffers. So, did you see that one uh, ball that he he made just go like a couple feet? It didn't even go. Yeah, he was lo- in deep rough. It looked like a, a type of shot I would have made when I go out with Buzz or something like. Well, that just goes to show you that the way this course is, that you know what, when you're really in trouble. I don't care how good you are; it doesn't matter. I mean, you could you could struggle just like you or, or Buzz or anybody else yeah. out there. Well, and by the, the thing way, that I saw the, the players complaining the most about, like to their caddy, were, were the bunkers. Like the sand mm-hmm. bunkers have these tiny little pebbles in them, and you can't oh, really? control the spin coming out of the sand. Oh, that's and, interesting. I didn't know that. Now, now, here's my question: Okay, if if the bunkers have pebbles, that's got to be the way it normally is, right? It's not like they're they're putting pebbles in the bunkers just to mess with these golfers because that would be just flat out cruel, right? Because you were telling me that the the sand here is different; it's more dirt than actual sand. The so, wind blows so hard that it's hard for the golf courses in El Paso to keep sand in the traps. So yep. a lot of times you're just going to have what's called hard pan mm-hmm. in the El Paso oh. traps, and that's a lot different than playing out of 
you know, powdery sand right, that you right. get it. Sure. I, I would imagine this probably reflects poorly on the course. You know, they, they probably I'd don't want to have a sand trap where there are tiny pebbles that are making it hard, you know? Yeah, that doesn't sound good. It really doesn't. But by the way, I don't think Rory McIlroy had any trouble yesterday. As tough as Tiger was, they Rory were Rory got started group. really early, and it was well, before in, the wind had really picked yeah, up. And, but Rory and Tiger, were in the sa- they're in the same group. And as Tiger struggled, Rory dominated. And I think they both tee off together at like 12.35 today. So that, it'll be interesting to see if the second round plays a little differently for Rory since I'm sure the conditions will be worse by the time he gets on the course. And for Tiger, I mean, I don't know how he makes the cut. I I really don't because it's going to be a tougher day today than it was yesterday for him weather-wise and conditions-wise. I don't know how he he would be able to shoot under par today. Do you? Mm, I I never put anything out of the realm of possibility when it comes to Tiger Woods. I mean, just his mental game is so tough and he'll persevere and you know, he'll probably well, he, end up shooting a couple, like a two or three over. He'll look, be seven uh, or eight just, after today. Will he no, make the it. cut? A couple? No, no, probably not. No. A couple of years ago, people were saying there's no way Tiger's done. He's never going to win another major. That's true. Some people were saying he's never going to win another tournament. Guess what? He won a major. I know, but I don't think Tiger struggles are because of his like mechanics or, or golf game. I think it's just the leg. I think the leg is is essentially making it really tough on and everything else for him because you can't you don't get to, you don't get to ride in a cart when you're playing. I wouldn't put I, I, I wouldn't put anything out of the realm of possibility when okay. you talk about Tiger Woods in the game of That's golf. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the SEC drama with NILs? Because you've now got some pretty high-profile coaches that are going back and forth. Do you know the story? Yeah, I do. We talked about it yesterday. It's uh, Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, and to some extent, even Deion Sanders. Because yeah, Deion Saban Sanders talked, is more- he mentioned Deion uh, paying a million dollars to to get a player. Wait, okay, I have a question about this, Steve. As a college recruiting high school uh, athletes. Yes. Uh, can I say I guarantee you this amount of money when you get to college? So you're not supposed to. Okay. Here's the thing. What what NIL did when they when they established the name image likeness rule a couple years ago was they essentially made paying athletes legal. Now, it's not like athletes haven't been paid. They've been paid under the table forever. For years. Uh, but now what they've done is uh, you can establish corporations, LLCs, whatever. Um, and, you can and, do it above board. Kinda. Right, right. They pay these do, athletes. Do you want to know a great example of how college athletes would get paid? I went to the, <laughs> the University of Oklahoma in the, in in the, the 80s, 80s right? when Barry Switzer was the coach. Oh, my God. Things like an athlete might get a job, and their job is to turn on the sprinkler on the practice field and it's a thing it's kind of like a no-show job kind of like school was mm-hmm. you know there were there were a lot of the big yeah time but i'm athletes sure they weren't making show up for class. fifty thousand, seventy thousand, you know a hundred thousand from these things so i took i took classes at, at texas in, in 19 in the early 90s like 91 and 92 and, and there were basketball players there too just like buzz is saying and you know what happened they would show up on the first day they'd show, show up, up on, on the last day, day. Yeah. and that was it and they would not show up anywhere in between and somehow they'd get a degree so yeah, and an a it was amazing. They 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 did better than I did. They, they, <laughs> they got their an GPAs A. GPAs were amazing. Yeah, incredible. Uh, let's hear some of the first of all the accusations from Alabama coach Nick Saban accusing A and M. Okay, so now, before we hear from Jimbo Fisher, I might believe yeah that A and M might have might have made it name image likeness deal, but I don't believe that. Alabama's not giving them anything. So here's the deal. Okay, so let's put this. Let's put these comments in, into perspective. First off, when Saban said this on Wednesday night, he said it at an event in front of school boosters. 
Okay, so this was not like a press conference where Saban just went off and just ratted out Jimbo and A&M and everybody else. He said this, and I think this was almost like a rallying cry to boosters by saying, hey, yeah, you know, we this is this is what's going on right now. And without saying we've got to do this, it's kind of like that's the situation. A lot of the, you know, it reminds me a lot of the times that college programs, basketball and football have gotten in trouble. It mm-hmm. involves boosters. Yes. Like the boosters are a lot of the ways that colleges uh, get used to get money to athletes under the table. That's accurate. And I agree with that. don't believe me, and cheerleaders. watch the Nick Nolte movie Blue Chips oh, with Shaq. Oh, there you go. It'll show you exactly what Okay, so Steve, if I was like an all-star fo- high school football player and there were several different teams that, you know, universities that wanted me to, to yes. come to them. Could they could, have this conversation where it's like, how much, how much are will you, you going to get me? How much will you give me? How much will you give me? How about this? I got a better one for you. Athletes now that are going into the portal because the transfer portal is filled with if athletes. If you want to keep me, you've got to it, or, or better yet, when athletes are talking to schools, the first thing the athletes are asking is, how much am I getting? Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. And that, what you're not supposed to do, that's that goes against everything. Are you not supposed to do it? You can't do that. NIL- you can't do I that because, that. because here's why, okay? Here's why. The NIL is supposed to be independent of the university. Okay, coaches, athletic administrators, staff, nobody should have any idea. Or they that. shouldn't be coordinating these well, things. Well, who's going to negotiate right. these things for these 17, 18-year-old athletes then? Um, They're on their salesmen own are supposed to, to come to them? So what's supposed to happen is, is that when these athletes are in school, not choosing a school, but in school, right. that's when the individuals that have established these NIL corps or or, or whatever it is, the, these these businesses to to provide uh, financial you know benefits to the athletes, then they can approach and say, "Hey, listen, this is what we want to give you. You're not supposed to be. The whole point of NIL was to to take care of athletes already in school, not use it okay. as a way to, to recruit. Or I think exactly. We need, we need to exactly. hear what Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher's the coach at Texas A and M. Saban just accused him of paying every player that they recruited in this year. Here's what Jimbo Fisher had to say. Oh, by the way, can we play the um, can we play the uh, the Jimbo Fisher drinking game this morning? <laughs> Every time Jimbo Fisher says the the word despicable, can we take a shot? Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bottle of uh, perfect. I've Go got ahead. a bottle of Southern Comfort back here. If that's all right. Hopefully, you're good. playing the whole two minute and thirty second no. clip. It sounds like okay, based on what you're you're telling us, Nick Saban is saying, well, they didn't negotiate these deals, mm-hmm. but they're definitely going to make sure that once they're on campus their players are going to have access to. Oh, Nick Saban is basically saying that these guys are all getting paid, meaning that the coaches are telling them, you come here, this is what we're going to give you. Right. Which you're not supposed to do, because you're not supposed to have any idea what kind of financial transactions could take place. Like, that's that's supposed to be separate of your school. Now, Otherwise, go pro. Now, what you could say is this. What you could well, tell you the athletes there, is, is this. Is there still a rule that you have to play at least one year yes. in, in college basketball before you go pro? Yes. Uh, and I think two for football. So the deal is this: you can't tell. Uh, you can tell student athletes we have NILs opportunities. In place. Yes, we have. Oppor- we've already have NILs in place. So when you come here, you will be able to have that opportunity, right? But you're not allowed to tell them we've got seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars waiting for you if you come. Well, because if I was a star athlete, I would get an agent, and I would start saying, "You take are, care of the are, offers and stuff." Exactly right. Incoming freshmen. Allowed to have agents under these under no. this new arrangement? No. 
They've no. got to do this on their own or yes. with their parents. Maybe. Exactly. Or their AAU coaches. There's a lot of ways to do this. So, yes, but you're not allowed to have agents I, coming out of high school. No. I uh, read a thing where a football expert, and I can't tell you who it is because I don't remember, had said that they estimate in the power conferences in men's basketball and men's football the average that they think an athlete will get. Not the top like quarterback right. or whatever, but just the average. Fifty grand a year, and that's great money. And that's on top you of his, that that's, that's on top of his education. By the way, that's on top of getting your your school, your books paid for, right. and all that room and board. Plus, you're getting this. That's that's a pretty good deal. So I could see that. Now, is that for every athlete in all sports or just in football? I think they were <laughs> the fencing team is not no, getting no, fifty thousand dollars. They were specifying that it was you know if you are in the SEC in football yes. or you're the sure. Big East in basketball. Now or, remember, what do you have? Eighty five scholarships. So imagine if you're talking about eighty five scholarships per uh, per you know times fifty thousand, and you could think about just doing the doing the math gosh. what that is. You know that's um, let's just do it. That's four million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars if you average that out over the course of, of a roster of players yeah but how much are they make how much is that school making in sponsors and oh i mean it's it's a lot more than that oh the big ones it's a lot more like than a, that the big like ones. hundreds of millions probably like yeah. the economy of alabama football is probably comparable to some african nations <laughs> i mean I, I don't think i'm exaggerating too much that's a great line that's a good line oh my god what do you think? Uh, have you heard anything about name, image, likeness deals for any UTEP players? I have. Yeah. Anything um, you can share? You, well, could, you, you don't have to identify who it is, but... All I can say is is that um, it's being discussed a lot. Uh, it's definitely a topic that the university is looking very closely into. And, um, yes, there are uh, NILs in the works uh, involving UTEP athletics. Now... I'm not going to specify football, men's basketball, and other sports out there, but there have been little small deals that have already been done. Sometimes, you know, an NIL could be a food trade. You could have an athlete say, I eat it uh, blank, and then next thing you know, he gets food. Uh, they get food there. So that could be something. You could have somebody going to a business uh, and signing autographs, and they get compensated for it, and that's an NIL deal. Now, It could be a could deal, be, hey, out at the car, at the car dealer, This we're going yes. to have the – the linebacker for the you know the big well did you hear state about college the, did you and hear they're going to the, be out here signing autographs so i don't know right? if you heard about this but there uh, is an nil deal involving a texas running back his name is bijan robinson and you should know bijan robinson because he's made a field day against oklahoma the last couple of years he signed an nil yeah, deal bijan by the way with <laughs> he signed an nil deal with lamborghini of austin and does he get to drive the, a Lamborghini yes, he does. around? So he's driving his Lamborghini around uh, the UT campus. How right do you now. take? I mean, really, how do yeah. you take like a geography class seriously if you're driving a Lamborghini in a, in college? <laughs> in college, right? And you're not even and you're not even uh, 21 yet, and you're still and you're doing. So that. when so, yeah. I when I was in school, Brian Bosworth was there, and Brian Bosworth Boss. drove around in a, a brand new jeep like an open top jeep that at the time had to be like a twenty five thousand dollar car but you know today's money it's like a seventy thousand sure car sure brian bosworth had some kind of job in oklahoma city that he may or may not have showed up to sometimes and that was the story oh he bought it with what he was making working at this car company yeah i know it is 
But that's been going it's on. One that's of the been dirtiest going on for a long time. Right. That has been. And and the point is, listen, this has been going on for. Is this going to is this going to ruin college football? Because some coaches think this is just going to ruin college well, football. To me, it already has. Now the question is this: What the NCAA? Um, I think it was last week started out with these um, restrictions, saying that you're not allowed to use NIL for recruiting. Well, they should have come out with that in the very first place, right? right? Yeah. They never did. And what happened was was that it became the wild, wild west. So. Because there was no restrictions, it was a free-for-all, and all these big schools are like, oh, my God, now it's finally legal to pay athletes? Let's just line them up. Yeah. And that's what that's what essentially and gets turned into. And the boosters have got to be salivating. A lot of the boosters sure. own companies, own car dealerships, you know. But, th- but, there's, also, but there's also downsides to this, because if the boosters are paying big, big dollars to these athletes, and these athletes are not performing, right. now all of a sudden the boosters are thinking, well, what, what, what is my money going to? Why aren't these athletes performing? What are you going to do here? So, Or and, could schools that had poor programs but have wealthy donors and boosters mm-hmm. start paying for their sure, sure. players to build their program up. Sure. But again, like I told you, the athletic department and the head coach and the assistant coaches are not supposed to have any knowledge whatsoever right. of NIL, which is which completely is going against what's happening one right other, now. One other question for you. So there are programs and schools that are not even really spectator sports. You know, mm-hmm. there are some... Uh, Water polo, fencing. Uh, sure. Okay. I don't know. I, but even even less than that, like like the shooting team. Does UTEP still have a rifle. women's shoot rifle yes, team? They have rifle. That's not really a spectator. You show up if you're friends or family if you're in town, but it's not how are they gonna be able to get any kind of name image likeness deal at all for a non spectator sport? Maybe from Smith and Wesson. I was gonna say maybe Sportsman's Elite comes yeah, at them with yeah. a uh, with a good one for their uh, for their shop or I, I don't know. I mean, that's hard to say. I, obviously my answer would be no. But um, and and that's another thing. There's going to be the haves and the have-nots, and there's going to be some student athletes that are going to be upset, saying, "Well, why is this person getting money, and why am I not getting it?" And that, by the way, that can also extend to football and basketball. You could have animosity, and all of a sudden, right? Let's say you've got a basketball team, right, and and you've got two guys that are making a hundred thousand dollars, and then other athletes are making either twenty thousand or nothing, and then they're on the court together, and some of these athletes that are not making any money are like, "Well, why should I pass them the ball?" Or, or you know, I'm, they're getting, they're making all this money, and we're not. Or- or now, say you're a you're a running back for Texas and yeah. you're the other running back is driving a Lamborghini and you're driving a piece of crap Camry or something. Sure. Well, which, by, which by the way is not a piece of crap, but I get the idea. I understand yeah, what compared you're to a Lamborghini. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what if you get in a situation where the guy driving the Camry is actually having a better season than the Lamborghini guy. Well, then it just goes back to, remember when Jeff Van Gundy was coaching uh, in the NBA and he was driving a Honda Civic when everybody else was uh, either getting you know limo rides or having all these great cars, and, and he's like, I've, I've been in the same car for the last 15 years, Van I don't Gundy, care. Van, both of the Van Gundys look like Civic dudes. <laughs> 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 they, 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 they would look out of place yeah. driving a I, but I know, But I get what you're saying. I do. Uh, listen, here's what I think is going to happen, okay? I do think there's going to become limits on NI. I don't think it's going to just be unlimited like it is like right now. Like a cap. Now. Right. I think they're going to cap it eventually or put some kind of restrictions down. As far as what's going on with Jimbo and Saban, listen, uh, Jimbo coached for Saban 20 years ago, which oh. is really interesting. So, And then he's all talking about how if, if you've ever known Nick Saban, you know the truth, and, and essentially just mm-hmm. saying really bad things about him. Um, they play each other this year, as, as you would imagine, in the SEC, and um, it's going to be – 
uh, Texas A&M at Alabama. That is going to be fun. Yeah, because that's now we know game. that these two coaches despise each other, and that makes it a little more juicy yeah, when you're talking about now, the rivalry. Now that part of it I like. <laughs> I Me definitely too. like that. Me too. All right, Cappy, thanks. Have a good weekend. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Entertainment News with Joanna up next right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Let's take a look at entertainment and Hollywood news. Here's Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. A new Daredevil series is coming fo- is moving forward at Disney+. Plus. Rumors have persisted for some time that a Disney Plus series about Daredevil was in the works, especially considering the two of the stars of the Netflix Daredevil series, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, have appeared in recent Marvel projects. Yeah. Uh, now- spoiler alert. <laughs> that Buzz, now you're taking it too far. Okay. <laughs> the two-month rule. The two-month rule. It now appears the project is picking up steam, although Marvel has yet to announce anything regarding the show formally. Adam Sandler gave the commencement speech at NYU's Tisch School of Arts yesterday, and he called out Martin Scorsese, who was there as an alum. 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 <laughs> 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 this is a good commencement speech. Yeah, that's great. Adorable. I, I thought Taylor Swift's commencement speech was good. You did? I didn't hear it. What, what, I heard bits and pieces, what, and what I heard was very good. What would yeah. she say? That uh, one of the things that stuck out was like, hey, cringe is going to happen because fads are fun, and having a hairstyle, and you're going to look back and you're going to cringe at a lot of that. But guess what? You can have fun cringing at the things that you had fun doing, you know. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah, I, it was I thought very it was nice. a really good speech, but Adam Sandler's. <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler's he, killing. He's speaking at an acting school and telling people, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> that. And they know Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. It was great. That's a commencement speech I would have paid to go to. You know what? I don't even know it. That didn't sound written down to me. That sounded somewhat ad-libbed. So that's even more impressive that he still got those comedy chops. Yeah, he's great. Was he almost doing like a character there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm crazy spoonhead guy. (laughs) Army Hammer and his effed up family are the topic of a new special over at ID and Discovery+. Plus. The special, tentatively titled House of Hammer, will walk viewers through a f- five generations of scandals within the Hammer League. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's crazy, <gasps> Joanna. Crazy. According to Variety, the special utilizes a trove of archive and interviews from survivors and family members to investigate a dysfunctional dynasty with its male characters exhibiting all the devastating consequences of privilege gone wild. Army Hammer's aunt Casey Hammer penned a memoir called Surviving My Birthright, in which she lays out the abuse she experienced at the hands of her family. Casey worked with ID and Discovery on developing the docuseries, which has no release date yet. Do we know, are, are they going to cast roles, or is it going to be all archival footage? I don't know. Like, it, is somebody it depends play? on which, show, which way they go. It could be either or. So, uh... Army Hammer's his grandfather. His grand grandfather, great grandfather, was Armand Hammer, and he somehow didn't have anything to do with the baking soda. But he like, did own it. He bought it because somebody pointed out, "Hey, your name sounds just like the baking soda." So he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm a crazy rich dude. I'm going to buy Armand Hammer." <laughs> yeah, it was his grandfather. 
Also, his grandfather was really known for having these like crazy parties and orgies and like a lot of stuff with women and money and drugs. It's just crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but that I'm, sounds a lot more I'm fun totally than the stuff that Army it. is into. Well, remember yeah, cannibalism right. and crap? No, I just want to. No, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I'm right okay there. with the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's the cannibalism where I draw the line. <laughs> Too far. Yeah. <laughs> and an effort to promote Stranger Things season four has been turned upside down. Images have leaked online from an official Monopoly board game tie in pegged to the long awaited new season of the show. The images from the the game's cards, which first started circulating last month, spoil major plot points in this new season's episodes. Netflix wasn't happy about the mishap, but they weren't nearly as displeased as the show's creators, the Duffer Brothers, whose sources say weren't consulted about the game. Matt and Ross Duffer have long valued maintaining story secrecy and were said to have had a total meltdown about the mishap. There's... Uh... This is an ongoing story, not just with Stranger Things, but a mm-hmm. lot of movies have been spoiled in the past because they put out toy lines, like action figures, yeah. and you find out, oh, this character is going to be in the new movie because the action figures came out ahead of time. Right. Oh, so knowing who a character is going to be is a spoiler? Yeah. Before the movie Before comes the out. Before the movie comes out, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nico, write that down. That's mm-hmm. what he considers a spoiler. Yeah. This is why when The Mandalorian began, Jon Favreau uh, didn't have any manufacturer get the design for Baby Yoda until after the show's See, premiere. The, the thing is, that's a large part of these blockbuster movies are the toy sales. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, the people with the cre- on the creative side who don't want it to be spoiled, but then you've got people who are like, this is our bread and butter. We got to put these toys games out and get them out in time for get Christmas. Get them down. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, Stranger Things' final season starts with volume one on May 27th and volume two debuts on July 1st. And finally, MTV announced Wednesday that it's developing Jersey Shore 2.0, a reboot with an all-new younger cast. While Snooki and company are not here for it, the original cast issued a statement saying that it's not okay and said, quote, As a cast that took a chance with a network in need, we put our most vulnerable moments on television for the world to see. We gave our all over the past 13 years, became a family, and continued to open our lives for the world. So please understand that we are not in support of a version that will exploit our original show, our hard work, and authenticity to gain viewers. Who the F F do you you think think you are? are? No kidding. (laughs) I want to focus on we took a chance with a network, a network in, need. in need. You guys weren't a hot property. It wasn't like you were getting shopped around. And it was the highest uh, bitter. For you were the- no room raiders, all right? A, ne- Shore. a network took a chance on, on them. Shore trash. <laughs> trash <laughs> pe- on trash people. They They're had no it other sound qualities. Like they were already a hot commodity and that they decided to go with MTV out of charity. That's they wouldn't nobody would know who Snooky was if it weren't for MTV picking this, you know. I, right. I, I hate to come to the defense of MTV because they introduced <laughs> the world of Jersey Shore. Well, a lot of people would argue and say, well, what about Kim Kardashian? The same thing about her. Yeah, but she owns a lot of what she does. Okay, if the Jersey Shore crew owned Jersey Shore, it would be different. They are currently still on t- MTV, and they finished their statement with a plug for the show saying, quote, don't forget to tune in to an all-new season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Oh, so this might just be like a manufactured controversy. Oh, okay. oh 
Okay, you know what? All of a sudden, Never that mind. makes a lot more yeah. sense. You know what? Yeah. Don't F you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Just tell me what's happening. What's up, Buzz? Tell me what's happening. Oh, my God, Buzz. Uh, yes. You're employee of the month. I Yay. am? Well, for April... Are we in May? We're in May. Why are they barely sending April? I usually... Uh, you were employee of the month. Congratulations. Who decides on employee of the month? I don't know. I think it's maybe Our just bosses? like a random, like they spin a wheel and everybody gets it at some point. I've never gotten it. Yeah, but I bet you're due. <laughs> I'm not saying that oh, people no. who get employee Joanna of the deserves month. deserves it. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know what the criteria are. Are there any? I wonder what you did this in April. Are there any April? bonuses or benefits? Oh, you got nominated? No, no, he's in April's employee of the month. Oh, you actually won? He won. How did that happen? <laughs> I actually, I've never read one of these emails before. Because like, you, oh no no I'm nominated. You were this is nominated for the entire... by their nom your market. Oh, I got nominated, but the winner was Mike. Solio in Lake Charles, oh, Louisiana. But you're employee of the month here. Yeah, here you are. In El Paso. <gasps> Congratulations. Buzz, you work really hard. You deserve massages. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought any more about <laughs> Joanna admitted to us earlier that she really needs massage, but she's afraid to go in because why, Joanna? <laughs> Because I'm scared of a raid. Like you're going to go to like, a, one of the disreputable ones and there's going to be a raid and you're going to end up on TV. Kayla Q, executive producer, would, Joanna Barba, cut. And it would suck. Like I wasn't even getting any sex or anything. <laughs> like I was just there. It was just a deep tissue. Yeah. And then they're like, well, she was there. So she must have been getting a happy ending. Legit fear, dude. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people in the <laughs> app chat uh, gave you a, a lot of good recommendations for physical therapist places and and other ones, right? Yeah. I'll have to check some out. So apparently there are some reputable ones, right? Most of them. I wouldn't even say. I'm like, sorry are, that y'all got a bad rep for that. There right? are, yeah, sorry. There, there are day spas that I can't imagine, you know, like where people... Where, fancy ladies go and get their pedicures and stuff. I can't imagine those being a front for anything. I'll take I think the, it's more uh, of the... From what I've heard... The Sloppy Joe, please. The Sloppy Joe. From what I've heard, a lot of the, a lot of the massage places that get busted are, you know, in strip malls or... Not strip malls. You know? <laughs> uh, I've got a... A few uh, worthwhile sound clips that we could mm -hmm. go through. Uh, Johnny Depp's agent, former agent, uh, was called to testify yesterday in that trial. And she said that by the time she was fired, Johnny Depp had already sabotaged, sabotaged his own career. Now, now, people who are firmly Team Johnny are going to point out, oh, well, he fired you. Also, right. I think he was in a relationship with her. Oh, snap. Ellen Barkin? No, no, no. This oh, no, is this his, is his agent. agent. Okay. We haven't gotten to Ellen Barkin. Keep up. Sorry. <laughs> this was Johnny Depp's former agent, Tracy Jacobs, that he was not in a relationship okay, okay, with. Okay. But he did fire. Yeah, he fired her. And she says that 
Although I I feel like Johnny Depp has had plenty of movie roles. When did Black Mass come out? Mm, I don't know. 2015. Well. Here's Ellen Barkin. So I guess Ellen Barkin used to date Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she describes the incident of him throwing a bottle of wine across the room, but is uh, careful to point out that she wasn't the victim of, of this outburst. He's <laughs> I'm 75, and I had to make that speech many times. You know, so. Russia just doesn't have any internal controls preventing one man from... You know, unjustifiably invading, invading Iraq. Iraq. I mean, I mean. <laughs> oh, get this. He he mentioned that he's seventy-five years old. I think former President Bush is younger than the two people who everybody thinks are going to run for president in two years. I think he's. Oh, I don't old. think Joe Biden will run again. I have a very strong feeling that you'll see somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. Oh. Because when I had said that a few months ago, I thought you kind of pushed back against that. I said, there's something in the Democratic Party. They've certainly got to be having, hey, we can't we can't put Joe back out there again. Yeah, but was it before Afghanistan or was it after? <laughs> I think it was in the wake of Afghanistan. Yeah. Well, I don't I, think it's going to happen anymore. I, I don't think he'll be able to physically. Look, I don't think Joe's the best choice. Joe Biden's the best choice for the country. I don't think there are that many people in the Democratic Party. You know, sometimes we get. Well, who do you want? Who do you like? I, you know, I, I I would like somebody who's not. You, Give you, me a name. Well, you put me on the spot here. I mean, uh, I don't know, there must be a moderate then that you have in mind if you don't like John Kasich. Okay. I mean, I'm, okay, I'm, no, that's good. That's, I'm still uh, Kasich a Republican. Is a good, yeah, Kasich, Kasich John is Kasich. A good, yeah, I'd see that. Yeah. So more it's, establishment re- Republicans, but then you would be called Paul a right Ryan. You'd be called a rhino you know, by everybody that else. People run out of the Republican oh, Party. That's who I relate to. People yeah. who have been maggot out of the Republican Party. So it would have to be somebody who, you know, didn't kiss ass. Hey, uh, before we wrap up today is ride your bicycle to work day. I just want to say as somebody who goes out and rides the bicycle, if you're going to pass a bicycle... You've got to treat it like it's a car. You can't just pass them and give them an extra foot. You've got to change the lane. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, like bicycles the have rule their is, lanes. Yeah, well, guess what? The bicycle lanes in El Paso are also just the lanes. Oh, yeah, Even yeah. We don't have bike lanes. just yeah, in the lane. It's the lane. So for motorists on National Bike to Work Day, you need to pass that as if you were passing a full-size car. That means get in the, uh, the passing lane to go around a bicycle. 